If the roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry, then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Dale in here. I usually beat around the bush a little bit, but I'm not going to do that. Um, I had this big grandiose intro that I was going to give you. Um, however, words just kind of fall short, man. I mean, no, there's not really much I can say that is going to do the legend of Lou uh, much justice. So I will say this, a legendary character uh, in the Twitter sphere, the MMA Twitter sphere, and then the just the gambling in general, um, fellow DGen at heart. Um, and a man that's not afraid to pull punches and or drink a beverage of choice. So a man after my own heart as well. So Lou, uh, at Lou Betcha on Twitter, for those of you who are uninitiated and about to become so, how are you, buddy? Uh, the scotch is uh, starting to hit me, so I'm feeling pretty good. I got Balky rocking on the wall. Yeah. I love paying off a joke that's been going on for <laughs> one month with like a 10 cent fucking poster that I got on my wall. So uh, excited to be on the show. This is a long week because we got next week off. So, uh, yeah, got to give the people what they want right now, right, my brother? And I and I appreciate you doing so. I will find it. I, I'm going to go ahead and say it's not even coincidental. It might even be some sort of divine intervention that Balky shows up. Um, for those of you who are unaware, uh, there's a little bit of back and forth going on in regards to Balky uh, because we're trying to figure out whether or not um, Romania exists. In the, in the realm of the the Balkan mountains or the or the uh, Caucasus mountains, and you know, but he's from Mipos, so yes. and Mipos yes. is from it's next to uh, parts unknown, yeah, which is where like the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior was from. That's true. It's somewhere near, I think That's it's true. like you get to parts unknown, you turn, you bag a left, yes, you go past like the third Dunkin' Donuts, and there's Mipos right there. It's right there. I yeah. think. <laughs> oh man! So let me ask you. 281 was this last weekend. Um, we obviously saw, you know, there was two and news that happened. Uh, were you surprised by either one of the and news? And, you know, what was kind of your takeaway from both of the title fights? I was not surprised about War Wale. I mean, I had yeah. that. I had her, I'm surprised she won by submission. Let's, yeah. Let me put it that way. Uh, yeah. I mean, her striking, she had such a clear advantage in the striking that I'm actually kind of surprised she wanted to play around the ground so much. But she looked good. She was a stronger fighter. I mean, I'm not like huge on Asparza. I recognize that like her run's been like you look at her record and like she's fought everybody. So like right. I give her I, I give her kudos. Willie Zhang just looks like such an animal. And then in the main event, yeah. I mean, I admit it, I'm surprised. I didn't I didn't actually I was down like over five units on mm. the undercard. Yes. I didn't add any bets, and then I swept everything to get to the main event to pull like a miraculous up one and a half units. Oh. I'm like, man, I'm not touching the main event. I'm just not going to bet it. I'm good. I'll watch it as a fan. You know, it's a good fight when you have no money on it and you're nervous the whole yes. fight. Like any one shot could have knocked either one out. I thought Izzy looked pretty good. I'm not, I'm surprised the result. I'm more surprised that both of them attempted takedowns. Like, mm. I mean, I, I actually had said as a fun prop, Izzy by submission at 14 to one, would be interesting because I wondered if he would take that approach right. against Pereira, who hasn't showed good defense. But 
Then Pereira goes for a takedown at the end of the round. I'm like, okay, like, all happening? right. So that was interesting. Now, do I think Bo Nickel is going to be the champion sooner or later? <laughs> yeah, war, war Bo. Bo Nickel yeah. is going to come in. Maybe I'm just biased being from PA, but no, man. But I was surprised. I was surprised. That, and the stoppage was fine. I didn't have a problem with that. He right. was getting rocked. I, anybody that was upset at it, like initially, probably had money on Izzy, and I understand that. If you went back and watched it, I think it was, you know, he might have been one or two shots away from going down, but he wasn't defending. But I'm surprised that Pereira had the energy in the fifth round. Let me let me put it that way. I was shocked by that too. I thought he did a great job managing energy. I, I did I really I mean he weighs in at 185, walks to the cage at like 213. He's nothing but solid muscle. I'm thinking this guy's gonna gas. Like third round, Izzy can pour it on. We're looking at maybe a four or five stoppage, if that. But what what interests me, um with a guy like Izzy and we see with Usman as well. Uh, do you think that the formula of like win the belt and then kind of just fight not to lose it is starting to, I guess maybe erode a little bit because both of those guys for a while have been guilty of just fighting not to lose so much as fighting to win, which is even though I hate him, um, John, not something we ever have to worry about with John Jones. He, he tries to cripple and maim you while he's in there. Um, right. So I think that just kind of caught up with Usman and then ultimately caught up with Izzy as well, just fighting not to lose. It's a longer trend too, though. I mean, you know, we love GSP, but he was starting to do it too at the end of Absolutely. his run. You know, but the thing is, is you, is it just they're not challenged anymore? Like you can bank the first three rounds and then, you, you know, like the guy can't touch you. Like, do you just, you just fight, you know, you're going to win. You take the decision. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Floyd Mayweather, but you go back and watch like early in his career, he was knocking dudes out. He had power. The one fight against Ricky Hatton, the guy, you know, Ricky Hatton knocked him down. And he's like, oh, you're fucking dead, dude. Like, yeah. And then you see a boxer where you're like, all right, now I understand why people like revere his skill set. But the last couple of years of Mayweather, it's the same thing. He banks the first eight rounds. He knows the guy can't touch him. He's like, all right, win yeah. by decision. So, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say like mentally what changes. I mean, you, it takes you so like some of these guys, like it didn't take them that long to get to the top of the mountain. Right. I mean, Adesanya had how many fights before he won the title? I'm, I'm, I'm obviously at a kickbox. I'm not saying like he just debuted. And, no, I get it. But sometimes, you know, you're not a guy who took 25, like a guy like, uh, you know, like Bisping who took 30 some fights where like you finally got like, like some of these dudes haven't, like they get title shots like pretty much immediately in the run. Like they're already on that trajectory. And you wonder if just in the middle of title reign, they're like, what's next? I mean, yeah. so you're not Brock Lesnar winning cha the heavyweight championship at four and one is what you're well, saying. Well, but also, well, he, but he also <laughs> was, you know, much like what I think they're doing with like Kamzat and what they're doing with like, and to a lesser extent, Bo Nickel, not to keep bringing them up, but they're taking these guys, <laughs> but they're taking these guys that have this like, yeah, this, this skill set where they're just maulers. I yeah. mean, like maulers with, they may not have the most refined striking, but their hands are so goddamn strong that like, just like a like a glancing shot hurts yes. yeah. so bad that I think they're trying to fast track these just behemoths. And I mean, look, you are you going to tell Brock no? No, I'm not telling him anything. Not not, no, no, not yet. No, good luck. I'm, I'm not telling him anything. I'm not telling. I'm not telling his daughter anything. I don't know if you've seen her. She looks just like him. Um, and I'm definitely not telling his old lady anything either. Yeah, well, they can. she's a wawawiwa. What Sable? Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about a dirty, rotten cheater, uh, Michael Chandler. Oh, no, the fish hooks. 
the fish hooks were oh, bad. Oh, he cost me a shoey, so like I'm no yeah. fan of his now. I, I know. I know the shoey thing was one thing, but the fish hooks were something else, man. That was gross. bad. That was pretty, pretty bad. bad. Pretty uh, you know, and Poirier is not like a known to be some whiny cheater. Like he's not yeah. known to like cause discourse. And he was talking to the ref between rounds. He's like, hey man, he, you know. And then after the fight, and and he was you could tell he was fucking furious, like after the fight. And I think he's just the kind of dude he's like, look, man, I don't want I, I like he's like, I already hate one guy. Yeah. Like I already I can't I can't have another guy that I hate. Like, shake your hand, we're done. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if Chandler really like you know I watched enough of Chandler's fights in my life to to not really think this is a pattern, but it you know then again Bellator like they don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah they it, like care. like like they would catch that on camera. Well, what I don't understand is if you watch the slow mo of it, Big Dan's like looking right at their like when it's happening, and yeah. I'm, I'm watching the fight um, with my brother, and you know we're doing like the group chat thing, and he's like, "What is Big Dan's purpose?" If he's gonna watch him fish hook and then do nothing about it, that makes no sense to me. Maybe what, it would have led to the. I mean, we could have had a submission by fish hook, which would have been, you know, which would have been awesome. Look, when you're betting a shoey, I don't give a shit how he wins. That's true. You just I don't care if he w. wins by like uh, if that finger was in a different hole. I yes. wouldn't give a shit. Wouldn't matter, mate. <laughs> I mean, I think he's oil checked somebody before. I believe that was a thing. Didn't he oil check Oliveira? I think so. Wasn't that a thing? I think he did oil check him. Hey, the good news out of all this is now it looks like Chandler and Alvarez are going to run back a fight. And look, it's one of those fights doesn't have to be for anything. It's just, it's for us. That yes. fight's for us. And, and I'm here for it. Like Chandler, every fight he had, he's, he's like Gaethje. He's like every fight, no matter how many losses he had before, he's one fight away from it, from being like, well, I should get a title shot. Yeah. Absolutely. He, he can't possibly, well, I'm sure he could, but he can't possibly think that after beating Eddie Alvarez, <laughs> but I think it would be a great fight. Alvarez <laughs> maybe I mean, Chandler should, should probably win that fight at this point eddie's eddie's pretty washed at this point I, I would think uh one more thing about michael chandler how about him spitting spitting that placenta like glob into poirier's mouth bro uh, he's, he's just you know look man i can't justify anything he's doing so i don't I mean, you know i'm just not going to say what i was going to say but uh just some people get in that mindset like we'll, like we'll be friends later and like there's just no rules but can i ask you a question about yeah that go fight? for it man. yeah absolutely do you think the second round was a 10-8? Yeah. Why do you say that? Uh, I think just the sheer dominance of the position, right? I, I think uh, I think it's one thing to control, right? Like we talk about control, but I think there's dominance in the control. And even though I believe that Dustin Poirier's skin is made out of the same material as a turtle shell, um, he inflicted more damage while having dominant control. Not just control like octagon control, not just positional control. He was controlling Dustin Poirier's body, neck cranks, the whole night. I mean, he he put it on him for the better half of five minutes. So he did. Yeah. He did have almost half a minute submission. I mean, yep. whether or not you know, the, the, like notwithstanding how he almost procured it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with you that it was a 10-8. and I think that I was because I was laughing that uh oh shit we may get a draw and like what the hell am I gonna do? Yeah. Like yeah. what's the shoey bet now? Like how yeah. does that work? But I will say this: I had a bet on Chandler. Plus 180. I didn't take him by KO because honestly, you know, how many times I've been burned by like a bet yeah. like that where you're yeah. like, oh yeah, well, I'll just get greedy. And it's like, and, yeah. I, and I'll tell you what, I would take, the, I'd probably take that bet every day of the week, the way it played out. Because even in the third round, the, the idea was right to get it to the ground. Correct. Poirier saw it coming, slipped on top, and that was, and that was all she wrote. I mean, Chandler was pretty gassed at that point, but 
it's not like he got dominated. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, Poirier probably won three minutes of that of the, like the 12 minutes in that fight, but he, every minute, every second he won of those three minutes was like fucking lethal. Like it was just, did they, did they release the scorecards? Like, did we see the judges scorecards going, going into that? Did, I don't know. I sometimes they do. I don't know. I had no, like, like aside from the bet and the shoey, I didn't have like heavy investment and I lost. So I'm like, Next. Yeah. let's move on. I don't need to, I don't need to dwell. If I won, I would have put the poster next to Balky. Oh, very nice. All right. So last thing before we get into, uh, before. We oh, and why did somebody in chat, this is the second time in like two yeah. weeks, somebody said I look like Chiesa and like, really? he was win- and if he was winning his last couple of fights, like that's great, mm-hmm. but he's kind of like uh shitty now. So I'm like, oh man, that's like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not going to take it as an insult. I've been called worse today. So like I'm not right. insulted, I, you know it's right. Yeah, I'm a bro, you're a bro, we're all bros. Is that is that what Kassa says? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is your fault. You knew. You knew. We'll you the last thing about yeah. the. I know. We, so we got um. So last thing on this Chandler fight, that when he spit that that sack, that blood sack or whatever that was into his face, <sighs> the only thing I could think of, and it just it's fitting because you're here as well. That scene in Fight Club where he's like, "You don't know where I've been, Lou. You don't know where I've been." When he's spitting all spitting that blood all oh, over yeah. him, that's and that's the guy. That's, I get, that's, strangely enough, that's the guy I get compared to the most physically. Oh, okay. I remind him of Ed Norton. Ed Norton, not Brad Pitt. Ed Norton. <laughs> and I'm like, Fight really? Club, they're Ed like, Norton. I think it. Well, yeah, the manu- I think it's the mannerisms more than anything else. But uh, okay, Stone Kiesa, which is funny because I don't smoke weed. I just drink a lot. <laughs> So it was gross, but we've seen guys white blood on each other before. I mean, like it's oh for sure. It's well, the BJ Penn. Tactic. It's mean. hey man, but like we're here for it. Like we're we're fight fans, and like you can say whatever you want, gambling, whatever. But like, and we know it's a safer sport than than you know, like outsiders that don't watch it. But yes. still, we're fucking here for violence. Like, so we can't be like violence is awesome. Then like, oh no, like you know, oh no, like oh. You, you know what I mean? Like we have it's, it's part of the thing. I'm drinking more scotch. It's Listen, I wish the whole I, I wish every fight was like a Jim Miller freaking uh Joe Lozon. I mean, nothing would make me happier. I, can I can I humiliate myself with this for a second? Go for it. Everybody knows I'm like Philly dude. Mm-hmm. That's you know, like I'm I'm more Philly than Paul Felder. That's for goddamn sure. Because I'll tell you where to get a real cheesesteak, unlike him. Wow. Uh but I had a huge bet on the Astros before. Oh, it's it's Talisker. I didn't screw around with this one. This is the uh sorry, I got a glare. It's Talisker. The I had the Astros to win the World Series. DraftKings offered me like because I'm a degenerate tier. Hmm. Like we split half a million dollars, like whoever picked the Astros. I did not win half a million dollars. I won a lot less than you know that. But I didn't think the Astros are playing my Phillies, so I'm like, fuck. Like I can win a lot of money on the Astros or my team can win. Right. And I'm like, yeah, it's enough money. We're like, I'm, you know, sorry, Phil's like next year. So I'm literally, so this is what I purchased out of my win. I'm like, you know what? I'm justifying by buying a nice bottle of uh, scotch and uh, sorry, Phil's. Thanks it's a for fair consolation me. prize though, to be honest. Thanks I mean, for getting me. Thanks for getting me there. Assholes. Yeah. I mean, if if nothing else, dude, Bryce still has amazing hair. So you're doing you're doing just fine. Like, do they care about me? No, not no. at all. So they don't care about you at all, but you know who cares about me? The Houston Astros cared about me. Pepperidge yeah. Farms, Pepperidge Farms cares about me. 
Pepperidge Farm remembers, man. They, they, they remember do. that. It, well, they, it was a couple weeks ago. I would hope they remember, unless they have early onset Alzheimer's. No, bro. They remember. They always remember. <laughs> and and the internet remembers. Pepperidge Farm, the internet, everybody remembers. So, yeah, that's it's all good. All right. So we'll move away from 281 real quick. Let's get into UFC Fight Night. Lewis versus Spivak. Um, oh, we're starting that. Yeah. I mean, we have to at a certain point. Um, I, I will say this. Uh this is not my favorite card. This this is this is not my favorite one, and I have I've yet to hear your opinion on this. So I apologize if you've if you've gone deep into the weeds on this before. Um, how do you feel about these Apex cards each and every weekend? I find it great as a fan who loves combat sports, but some of these cards, man, it it's hard for me to roll out of bed in the morning and get excited for the whole thing, top to bottom. Some of the fights, obviously. Well, I, I still love it, and and one of the reasons is. Monk, the Monk Matician, my Friday happy hour partner on the yes. MMA engine, by the way, yeah. is, is a big, so he's a DFS player. Yes. And, you know, look, I'd screw around with DFS before I got into content, you know, fine, but not like too much. But the people that I work with, like over this last year, like Brady and Wheezy and Monk, and then like talking to like some of the other people in the community, like Kyle Marley is another one to name drop. But these guys that play hardcore DFS, have gotten me to where, yeah, I don't care. Like, even if it looks like a crappy card, I can look at it like, I don't, like, there's a, like, we're going to talk about like these fights and I don't have a lot of bets right now. Right. But I have a lot of angles from a DFS perspective that makes me interested. Like, and I don't want to spoil any of sure. them yet. Like, we're going to get to it. But sometimes you can look at a fight where you're like, I'm not thrilled about betting the fight at the line, but I'm thrilled about his takedown equity. So, there's a different angle there for me to like these kind of cards. Now this one starts at one o'clock. This is great because now I can have, for me, I'm a big soccer fan, which we're going to talk about at the end. Cause you're going to let me shell shell this, but I get soccer at like seven 30 AM. Right. I get that in the morning and then it's like, awesome. Now I got fights. Like soccer's done. Like now I got fights. Like, yeah, it's great. Like, so it's, I love it as a gambler. I love it as a fan of the sport. And honestly, the one fight card we had where it was all finishes like a month ago, month and a half ago. Right. Was, you just never, you never know because yeah. the sport's so crazy. So yeah, even, even like it's the whole bad pizza, still good pizza kind of thing. Like, you know, but, but as a content creator, I will tell you this, I am really glad to have a break next week. Yes. hundred percent. I, so here's a, a I, I've narrowed down what it is that I don't like about them. It's, it's the lack of the crowd. I'm okay with any of these cards. If they're in, Okay. Oh, like Omaha, like, like Albuquerque, Albuquerque. Like... Yeah. Boston. Where I don't care where I just want people yelling. That's what it is. I want to hear the crowd regardless. That's what I want. I hear you. So that, that's my, I, you, you I know, what's take your me favorite, a long time to get there. What's your favorite UFC Albuquerque moment of all time? Do you have one? <laughs> I I have one. Do you? Um, I'm trying to think. So the, what was the last Albuquerque card? We had somebody that was on that. Actually, I think, Oh my gosh, who did I interview for that card? Condit wasn't on that, was he? Did is that one, did Condit fight? I don't know. He might have. He might have. Tybura did, I think. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Was that the was that when Condit fought freaking you, Max you, Griffin? You, you, your boy Boston Bruises, right? Boston really does deserve a UFC card. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think what they've my had, favorite like, is is total. is Ishihara winning his fight and then telling the crowd, "Where are my I'm Salt Lake City bitches? Bitch, where are my bitches at?" That's right. And then and yeah. then like that was his whole interview. They're like, well, "Who do you want to fight next?" He's like, "I don't care. I want lady whore party." Yeah, yeah. And then he posts later and he's like, "I found my bitches." And like, <laughs> and then the next time he fought, he got kicked in the balls like four times. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh well, that's fun." Yeah. So nice. uh, that's my favorite Albuquerque moment. I just want to let you know that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm trying to, I'm struggling to remember an Albuquerque card outside of that, that one. Um, okay. So let's get into this. Uh, I'm sure you're already aware. I do the main card, then do the prelims, yes, which is I've, weird. I've actually watched the show because yeah, I know we are, we are kins. That's I appreciate that. All right, let's get it. Let's get it rock and rolling. Jack Della Maddalena at 12 and two, Danny Roberts at 18 and six money line wise. Uh, you're looking unbet- at unbettable, unbettable Madalena at a minus five fifty. Roberts plus four hundred over on rounds one and a half. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm in the camp where I think Madalena is probably one of the future stars of the division. I would imagine so. Um, he's got all the tools necessary. At least it looks like it on paper. I mean, maybe a little susceptible, possibly somebody with a stronger submission game. He was in a bad spot his last time out, even though he got the finish. He was in a weird spot for a while. Don't think Danny Roberts is going to present that sort of issue to him. I think knockout's probably the play here. I think they're going to stand in box, and Madalena's going to do what he does best. We'll got him to the big show. Give me the Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not trying to like cheat, not like trying to cheat on analysis here, but Danny yeah. Roberts like looked. How bad did he look against Trinaldo? And I love Trinaldo. Like, yeah. it's not a knock on Trinaldo. Yeah. But that was a winnable fight, and Trinaldo yeah. 10-8 at him in that second round. Like, I mean, he looked bad. You know, Anders, who – and I love Eric Anders because his nickname's your boy. Like, boy. I love him. Yeah. But, like, I mean, he looked bad against Anders twice. So, it's – he's – this is a, this is just UFC saying, like look, – look what they've given Jack Della. They gave him Pete Rodriguez, who, like – can. On. Can. Him a, and then, like, Ameev, which is, like, fine. Yeah. Which is a, a, more of a challenge. 100%. But then this is, like, here, just, just they're throwing a mistake. This is a star builder. That's what this is. This is a star builder. They need the, the – I, I, I'm okay with the UFC building people up the way they build boxers up. Give him winnable fights where it's he like looks fantastic. Yeah, build him Look, up. When we, were, when we were younger – well, again, I'm, you know, from the – We're 40s. close enough. Go. I'm the, yeah. from the 40s, but – you know, all wrestling was in the 80s was dude against scrub, against jobber. Yeah. With the whole, like, remember Kamala? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The whole idea was he's going to wrestle for two minutes. He's going to fat guy splash him off the top rope. It's going to be fucking hilarious. And then a month later, he can fight Hulk Hogan in, in, in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. You build these dudes up against scrubs. Like when they re signed Chase Sherman, and I know we're going to get to him too. But, like, people were, like, so upset. I'm like, yeah, but, like, you kind of need guys like that. You, you need do. guys like – and now and now Vandera is the new Chase Sherman, mm-hmm. where Vandera is the dude they feed. But you kind of need guys to be fed, you know, to make other guys look good. It's just – it's the way of the world, man. Like, yeah. so is, is hot chocolate – because, you know, you could say this. Could you justify Roberts getting cut? If he got cut after that fight, it wouldn't be a surprise. You wouldn't right. feel like it was unjust. Yeah. So here's your punishment. 
we'll extend your contract. They did it with Chase Sherman. They yeah. said, here, we're going to bring you back. Can you fight Roman off on short notice? He did. <laughs> okay, but then what happened? Sherman's probably made, how much more money has he made since then? Right. $200,000? Sure. No. Yeah. But, like, I'm just, I'm guessing. No, but, I mean, like, he's made well, he money. He won a fight. You know, he has a third-round finish, so Eric made $100,000 off betting him round three because Eric's a savage. <laughs> But sometimes you just need guys like that in a division. And I think right. that Danny Roberts is, I mean, again, being served up on a platter here. So uh, Jack Della, I think, is, I'm very curious as to how high this guy can go because, man, he's fun to root for, isn't he? Yes, he is. I love the nose being on the wrong side of the face. I love I love just the. Yeah, you know he's been in bar brawls. Like, 100%. you know he's been in tons of bar brawls. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I, I, I feel a, I'll feel a weird, it's, it's very like seven seven degrees of Kevin Bacon sense of kinship to him because one of my, one of my deep, dark secrets, and it's not that secret because I tell everybody about it, um, is there's this Australian MMA podcast, which maybe you don't know about called the run it back podcast. Um, it's, I thought, I thought James ran everything over there. Lucrative MMA. I thought he, he had to approve, you know, uh, no, no. So, so the, the the run it back boys, um, they had Jack on their show where Jack was any like I don't want to say where he was anything, but before he was doing much. So he's like part of their alumni, and I love them, and I've been on their show, and, and they put on awesome. a great program. So I like I like seeing Jack win because it's like it's their it's their dude, you know what I mean? So um, I like that you can get Jack KO TKO at minus one seventy, which I think is way more palatable at minus minus five fifty. I'm probably gonna play him. If DraftKings, they haven't really put these out yet, but when they do the same game plays, they usually do like fighter to win under one and a half rounds. I'll take a look at that. If it's anything yeah. less than minus 200. Because honestly, every time like the fluke sub could be there. Yeah. I like, I look, when I say the sub, I'm, I'm talking like this is 3%. Yeah. But if you give me the time prop with it and then give me a good price, I may lean toward that. His in the distance at minus 225 is like, safe but oh like that yeah. yeah give me a good price man like what do you think about DraftKings implementing the the late swap are you a fan of that or no no i'm You're not, not. Uh, okay. at all and and i'll tell you i've been on both ends of this where there's been a couple times a fight was canceled after the card started so the lineups have completely locked and i've been on both sides i, I the jeremy stevens fight getting canceled I, i'm this is earlier in the year might have been last year i can't remember at this point I think it was earlier in the year. I had none of that, so I loved it. And then there was another fight where I had like ninety percent of it, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Right. I think I think the way they should do it is if a fighter gets labeled as out, as if a fight gets canceled after the card started, mm -hmm. uh, make it available. Okay. The problem you have now is the guys that do this professionally, the guys that play 150 lineups to win a million dollars, are going to have they're going to be the ones sitting there with three fights left saying, I can do this in a way to guarantee I lock up like the top spots. Mm. And, and it's two problems. Number one, it, it, again, it gives, it gives people a competitive advantage that, you know, it deters others from playing lineups. And number two, the whole point is it's nice to just set it and forget it. Like yeah. build your lineups. And it, like, I don't like doing watch alongs, Strangely enough, I'm going to do one this Saturday with, with Patrick and the boys. I don't typically like doing watch-alongs because I feel like we work hard all week with content and all the stuff that we do. 
to get to fight weeks. And I just want to watch it with my friends and like kind of disconnect and enjoy sure. and, tro- and troll Twitter with like talks of yam bags and shit. Yeah. And like enjoy my life. So I think this is going to take away from that. I think people are just going to be like fidgeting the whole time, like yeah. fucking with their lineups. And I, and the, the other, the, the, the cause and effect is going to be that I think single entry lineups on DraftKings are going to become like a, a way more massive thing now because people are going to say like, fuck it. I can't compete with these dudes firing at like $1,800 with the lineups to win a million. Like I can't compete anymore in those tournaments. Like I can't. So I think single entries are going to become so much bigger and that's going to be the trickle down effect here. But I'd be curious to see what you're like. What do you think? Are you a big DFS guy or? I want so when when DFS first came out, I was in. I was like, yeah, I can do this because like I've I've got an idea on you know. Well, MMA gambling as a whole, when it first started rolling, um, was kind of like a there was those in the know and those who weren't at all, and there was some there were some spots to make some money. Um, so I did it for a while, and then I had a very bad DraftKings customer service experience, and then I stopped doing it for a long time. I don't blame you. Um. I had the <clears throat> the Romero um, Jacare card. I played uh, a two hundred fifty dollar lineup there. It was to win, um, like top prize was a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, you played the big boy. Yeah, and um, that contest was wiped after like the fourth fight because they forgot to like lock it. So oh. you could change up until like the second fight. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. So here, here, here's the kicker is I came in second place. Oh, for what? Like 25,000 or some shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I'm calling my wife. She's at work. She's a night shift nurse. And I'm calling her like, honey, we made it. Like your boy made some money. Like we're good. This is great. And then they hit, they hit the thing where the, the gate, like the, the lineups just like disappear and it's not updating anymore. And then I reach out to them and they're like, they put out a whole statement on it and the whole nine. And then they just gave us uh, tickets to re-enter a new one. Right. And I'm Ter- like, terrific. Cause that's what yeah. you want. Yeah. No. I, yeah. That's I, I just, I want more tickets. Please. I should have given you a hundred tickets that would cost $250 at the very least. I should have given you 25, t- I, you know, at the very least. Yeah. But it's, but that was, that was, I mean, that was, oh, uh, that's, that, I, was, well, that, would, that, that would deter me. That would deter me from have you, can you do prize picks where you are? No. No. I can't I can't either, but like I kind of like that concept because you're not competing against anybody but yourself, right. but yet you're but yet it's the concept of DFS in terms yeah. of like yeah, because right. you know it's funny, you know who I joked about last week with Monk? I'm like, you know who's gonna break the slate and I'm gonna hate it? Because one percent of the people are gonna own him. Mike yeah. Trezano is gonna break the slate. Right. Some, like now, not really thinking he's gonna win first round knockout, but I'm like, watch Trezano go under owned and break the slate. And then sure enough, he did it. And I'm like, right. I know and, he's gonna I already know he's gonna break the slate this week, but we'll get to that one. And what I don't I, I just love how he comes out and fights completely unlike how he normally fights. It just that blows my mind. But there's I guess, nothing like when tape isn't what happens, and and that's gonna that's actually a very big theme of the undercard on this. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Next fight, Muslim Salikov at 18 and 3, taking on Andre Filo. Filo at 16 and 5. <sighs> This is a weird spot for me. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm back and forth on this one. Me too. Minus one sixteen, minus one fifteen. Muslim. Might as well for the, for the, for all intents and purposes, it's a freaking pick, man. Over on around is at one and a half. Um, I'll let you go first, buddy. What do you think here? I think 
I'm contrarian here completely. Okay. And that I like the over. Okay. And, and over one and a half at minus one seventy five. It's juiced. Oh, well, hold on. The the plus over two and a half is plus one hundred five. Salikov fights in general, like all right, like I know the leech like crushed them. Like I get it. Yeah. But Salikov in general is like calculated. Like he's kind of an assassin. Like he kind of like picks his spots well. His movements good. Even at his age, he's his movements really good. Fiala is the opposite. He didn't give a shit about movement. His movement is one is one direction. He's right. moving toward you. Now, Fialio, if you look at his tape, he does well against guys that will give him his fight. So Cameron Van, because in a lot of oh Cameron Van Camp like rocked him. It's like yeah he did because Fialio doesn't because Fialio was like there's no way this this fool's putting me down. Right. Yeah. So Van Camp gave him the fight he wanted. Baeza, who everybody loved Baeza as a prospect, but Baeza gave him that firefight. Yeah. Jake Matthews was smarter, a little smarter. And then, but I don't think any of those fights are how it's going to play out. I look at the Pereira fight mm. where Pereira, you know, look, I, I know we say he does goofy stuff, but Pereira's kind of been a lot more serious in his, yeah. in his approach, but watch Pereira in that fight. He danced around. I don't mean danced. I mean, but like, no, he, he fought, he, yeah. he was hitting him a lot, but stayed out of the range of Fialio. And I think Salikov, especially coming off a knockout, is going to fight that kind of fight. I think he's going to frustrate Fialio. I think he's going to dance around him. I think he's going to land a lot of jabs. I think his movement's going to be better. I, I don't care that Fialio is younger. His movement is terrible. It's not going to get better as he gets older. Like, him being younger, you know, while we're at it, this whole age myth, and this isn't just because I'm old, we're in an era where, like, being in your late 30s isn't a big deal as an athlete anymore. Right. Like it, it's not, it's, it's sports science, but more importantly, you know, I mentioned boxing before one of my favorite boxers is Bernard Hopkins. Yeah. This dude was fighting at the highest level in his late forties. Yeah. A it's cause he, all right. So he, was, he might've been in jail, but he was, he may have been <laughs> not unconfirmed. He may have been in jail. But my point is, is it does, you're, I don't think your age is the issue more than the mileage. Hopkins didn't have that boxing mileage at that age. Right. So him fighting at 49, living a clean living life, isn't a big deal. So for me, like Fialio, yeah, he's, you know, he's in his 20s, but like I've seen dudes sitting at the end of the bar that look worse. Like, yeah. And, and Salikov, you know, he's almost 40, but he's one of these fucking ageless Russians, man. Like they drink yeah. vodka, they smoke, they're fine. They're like, all right. Half of them played for the Flyers. Like, I know this. Like, right. there's no shit. I think Salikov's going to be fine coming off a knockout. I think he's going to dance around. I, I think I'm just going to take him out right here. And and the thing is, is, yeah, you're clenching your butt cheeks, like, with guys like this. But, again, look at the guys that Fialio is knocking out. He's fighting. He's knocking out dudes that, like, put themselves within two feet of him right. to, throw, to throw his Mr. Potato Head arms. Right. Like, I think Salikov will – like – Salikov kept his distance well against the leech. The leech just was like on a mission. Yeah, he was possessed, man possessed. Like he really, he really, he really was like, because he lost the first round. Yeah. And then he got inside the distance. I don't know that I trust Fialio to make those changes mid fight. So give me Salikov. And if you want to get like really saucy, I feel like Salikov's decision, like, well, it's plus 240. I don't like that. I think my thing with him is he throws too much spinny shit. 
Next thing you know, he he throws like a spinning, you know, like I love that you say kick. spinny shit. I say yeah. this all the time, so I'm glad somebody else is using that term. Yeah. And he throws it, hits him in, you know, kicks him, kicks him in the body or something, sends Fiala scrambling backwards. We get like a um freaking David Luazo or Luazo style body kick situation, dude. I, I I can't I can't risk that, right? I can't I can't risk that. I don't blame um, you. So I th- I think you I one of the dude, you, you nailed it here with the movement. My concern is, you know, maybe a little bit smaller with the apex. Hopefully, Muslim can navigate that, um, you know, that that little bit smaller of a cage. But if, like you said, everybody that has given Andre fits has been somebody that moves well. And the moment he can pin you and get you fighting off the your, your back off the cage, or he can get in distance, then he he has issues. People forget. Pepperidge Farm remembers. James Vick was given Andre fits before Andre knocked him out. Yeah. James Vick was given Andre fits before Andre knocked him out. And how was he doing? He was moving, circling away from the power and pumping the jab. Now, Muslim until, he is, st- until he stopped, until he stopped and then everything stopped, right? The whole night stopped. Uh, so one of the things I guess would be, you know, my concern with Muslim is he's not very high output. So is he going to create the deterrent to keep Andre thinking and off of him while he's trying to come in. He can't just rely on his footwork. He's got to throw something in conjunction. I love what you said about Bernard Hopkins, the alien himself. Um, that's your Philly coming out for sure. But I mean, like Andre or, or like Bernard would say, um, and has said, you know, it's not my job to create an exciting fight. It's my job to not get hurt. And that's how he fought. He, and he, he won. He's like, I did. I will beat you. It's not, it's not my job to knock you out. It's not my job. You but know. if he was losing in a fight, then yeah. he's like, but he knew mid-fight. He's like, now I have to go knock. Like, the only way I can win is by knocking him out. Yeah, this is great. Uh, that, that's great. I'm that's all you I, want. Right. Um, I'm on I'm on Muslim here as well. I mean, he also used to be Kung Fu Panda, and he switched it to the king of Kung Fu. They're which, still great. They're still great names. Though. They are. But if you start with an animal, stay with an animal. Who's more of a Kung Fu Panda, him or Jack Black? Or Pablo or Pedro Sandoval on the, on the San Francisco Giants. I forget about him. Jack Black or him, who's more of a Kung Fu Panda. I'll be honest with you. After, Got did you see the video of Jack Black and Wonder Boy hanging out and he's showing Wonder Boy how to kick? Yeah. Did you see how high up he got his leg? He, I was impressed. I was not, impressed. Is he the national treasure? I love Jack Black. I really do. I, I do that. By the way, that's one of my favorite karaoke songs to do. Because, like, everybody's going to go do, like, fucker gently or yeah. whatever yeah. but like wonder boy is yeah. just so good it's so good yeah plus if if somebody at the bar is named kyle they're getting humiliated absolutely yeah. kyle over here <laughs> when 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 the pick of destiny came out dude that was like it's so good that was a, well that, when like here we were talking about like the phillies before like somebody made this video like for cliff lee and it you know to lee right and they'd play it like in the parking lot for the games and cliff lee came out one time and he's like like he loved it he's like lee, yeah. lee, lee. <laughs> like he's like all right i'm in like all the dude wanted was to be loved he's you know all he wanted was to be like please tell me i'm better than roy halliday like right. just please tell me just and we're like we love you like we yeah. love you cliff lee and he's like yes. thank you thank you <laughs> you know he went home and like texted his mom he's like they really like me they they, really I, like I, I i he probably went up to her in the stadium because i think she was at every game that he there did. you go all right Next fight, Chase Sherman, your boy, taking on Waldo My Cortez boy. Acosta. <laughs> uh, Chase Sherman at 16 and 10. Yeah, that's a real record. Uh, Cortez Acosta. Oh, I'm going to be honest with you just before we get too far 
into this one. Um, let me get this pulled back up here. Chase Sherman, obviously an underdog. Justifiably so here. Um, Waldo, I bet blindly last time we fought. I, I did not know who this man was. Against Van Der. Um, going into the event. You know me, I'm not a big tape study guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not a big tape study guy. I just watch every fight, and that just be how I remember it in my mind is how the tape rolled. So um, that was really kind of I, – I bet that blindly. Um, and, yeah, everybody told me he was going to murder Vandera, and Vandera proved to be a little bit tougher than that. Uh, so I will, I will defer to your better judgment here because I know how good Chase Sherman is. Um, and I know what I just saw with this Waldo, uh, Cortez Acosta. I think, I think Chase Sherman deserves a little bit more respect here considering what I just saw from Waldo. Am I wrong? I think Chase Sherman's the side here and he's one of my favorite bets, strangely enough. Thank Uh, you. That's all I needed because I'm looking at thinking the same thing. So, fuck. Just let it go. Just give me a let, second. Let it out, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need this for no. For, oh, for this, oh, for Chase Sherman. Yeah, I'm yeah. Look for this. No. So, why is Chase Sherman the side here? Well, he had a fight camp scheduled, so he's still been in camp because he cool. probably knew they, they were gonna just get a replacement. Costa fights three weeks ago. I taped the Costa for the tenor series. With Brady. And Brady, who is so underrated, goddamn funny, says, oh my goodness, there's this fight. And when Brady starts out a breakdown like that, I'm here for it. Right. He throws every punch like, and like, I know he was a pitcher. Like, I know he pitched like previous to getting into boxing and getting MMA. Mm -hmm. He throws every punch like he's throwing a baseball 300 yards from right field. Like, he does. Right. He he has ill-timed you know like in, in every fighting game you have like a button that does like the fighter taunt. Yes. He hits the button too much. He was doing it against Vandera. <laughs> like Vandera would kick him four times and he hit like the taunt button and I'm yeah. like, <laughs> like, why are you hitting the button? Like yes. he just <laughs> yes. So my big my and then now here's my actual like real concern with and why I like Sherman as a side here. Sherman has momentum. I can't believe I'm saying this, but probably like Probably more belief than he's had in a while. But more importantly, on the Acosta side, he got leg kicked a lot, and that doesn't recover in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, so he hasn't had a full camp training. He's coming off leg kicks. And look, how many people have we seen take fights on short notice that dominated? Look at like Lupe Godinez. I love Lupe. Dominated you know in like a minute, but fought the next week. Short notice fight, like fighting two fights within a month unless you're Chris Lieben or whatever, like it doesn't work. Like it's the body, just the toll it takes on your body. Now, Chase Sherman, I look at him and this, this guy's carved from Mount Olympus. He's the exception to the rule, but more importantly, he didn't fight three weeks ago, bro. (laughs) No, you're right. Can Sherman go out there? Like, and and this is going to sound weird, but here's the last piece I'll say about this. Vandera went the distance with Acosta. So not only did Acosta fight 15 minutes, but Vandera won the third round. Did he show Sherman a path here? Yeah. Yes. Because yes. anybody who's going to blindly bet Acosta for this fight is they're not betting it. Cause I think Acosta is a good fighter. They're like, they're betting against Jay Sherman. And I hate betting negatives. 
Like, I'm, I don't like doing it that way. Yet here we are with this fucking fight. Mm-hmm. But I think Sherman probably watched the tape and said, okay, this guy's susceptible to leg kicks. And Sherman throws leg kicks. Yeah. Why can't he hurt him in the first round with leg kicks? I'll tell you right now. You'll know your bet wins or loses. If he ain't thrown a leg kick in the first two minutes, rip the ticket up. You're yeah. done. Yeah. Toast. I was going to say in the first minute. You got one minute. If he doesn't come out and touch the leg in the first minute, and then the honestly, the only thing that really concerns me about Chase Sherman is hand positioning while throwing leg kicks. He is notoriously hands low, forehead forward, and I don't like that at all. Um, because I mean, that could, to your point about Waldo being a, uh, a pitcher that could just He's be terrible. It could just look like a catcher's mitt. That contender I mean, serious fight. He should not have gotten a contract. No, if no. heavyweight wasn't so shitty, oh my I'm gosh. telling you like, cause he took forever to put away a, like a guy with no movement. Yeah. I'm glad you're on Chase Sherman. This is the side for me here. Don't let Eric know. Don't tell Eric I'm betting Chase Sherman. Oh, I'm sure. Listen, Eric. Eric, Eric will find out soon. He's enough. not gonna. He's not letting me live it down that he bet Sherman round three, <laughs> like last fight out. And I'm like, God, like he went round three, and like part of me is happy for Eric, yeah, but the majority of me is miserable because I know I'm never like. And Eric is not a shit talker. No, you know Eric. Yeah. He doesn't. He's like the nicest fucking dude. Yeah. But I have a way of bringing that out in people to not be so nice. And yeah. and I know he's going to – he's like, remember when I bet Chase Sherman ran three? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was play, like, oh, Sherman's going to die. I'm like, Sherman's going to die in the first round. Dude. So, whoops. <laughs> I don't – I don't. I mean, that's that's pretty tame. I don't know if you caught all the shit talking I did on Benil Dariush going into the Gamrot fight. Oh. But, I mean, I did essentially everything but – Name my next child, Matush Gamrock, going into that fight, and, and the dude let me down tenfold. So yeah, it was bad. I think, I think Benny. I got a buddy who's like a huge Darius fan, na- yeah. namely because he asked for the Tesla, which I think was pretty funny. Yeah, I, but I was I was with you. I was big on the the Gam the Gamrock side there. Like I really was, and and Darius. I just it's weird that like I always bet him as an underdog before, right. and I didn't this time. I just believed. This is a bad matchup. So I was there. I lost that one too. And but it's hard to feel bad. I like Dariush, man. Like I root for him. Yeah. Like I he's and he's never I don't even know if he's ever gonna get a title shot. Yeah. He's gonna always be like close, but not there. Yeah. Well, here, here, this is what I love. This is what I love. These this this freaking thing right here. Also, shout out whenever you faded Jeff Neal. You're right. I was on Luke a big. You're absolutely right. Thank you. Thank you, Austin, for bringing in yet another one of my one of my very highly confident losses. Um, so I appreciate that. I was, uh, well, he can call me out too, because uh, I thought Luke was going to fucking murder him. <laughs> like, yeah, I did too. That's what I said. Luke is going to, I'm like, no- it's, a re- it's a revenge. It's like a get right. I thought it was a get right fight. <laughs> that's hundred percent how I, that's well, how in, I all, in all fairness, Jeff Neal, his last couple of fights was hanging out with like uh, Keith, no nonsense, bad scotch Peterson, yeah. like fucking smoking cigarettes. Like, talking about weird shit like hey man i was wrong you know like yeah but uh yeah, yeah luke is luke is on the no bet list right now 100 there's we have another fighter on this card that's on my no bet list and we're getting ready to talk about him elon kutalaba taking on kennedy and jackway uh elon is firmly on my no bet list and it pains me to say that because there's nothing i love more than a good caucus mountain warrior and uh that's just not 
I, I can't do that anymore. So uh, let me pull up that banner real quick. Let's see here. Oh, there he is. Producer hey, there's Jake. A new, there's a new fight announcement if you want to have a laugh before you break it down. Okay. Yeah, what do you got? Gustafsson out. Ovin St. Prue will yep. now fight Felipe Lenz. Felipe Lenz, yeah. Yeah. Neat. Here's my reaction to that. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool, man. Cool. Uh, you get no action OSP. That's on a pay-per-view. Yeah. That's on a fucking pay-per-view. Oh, that man. fight. Yeah. They won't why do they why do they hate us with like why are they like you will like heavyweight? No, you they'll, they'll will, adjust we, that. you demand heavyweight and you will get that'll be the main card. You no, like, there's no way they can't be like, well, we gotta have one heavyweight fight on the that's main true. card because the people love it. <laughs> people love the big boys. That's exactly what God, it is. People love the man. big boys. Uh yeah, Philippe Lins, yikes. Another guy that I continually bet and lose right, money sorry, on. Sorry, sorry, the back of the no bet list. No, yeah, so Iwan Kutalaba is sitting right beside Trevin Giles in the no bet list. Um, I, I I, cannot understand Iwan Kutalaba. I can't understand him, man. Uh, he's an underdog here against Kennedy and Jekway, but, you know, plus 155, come back minus 180, over under one and a half. I, I When he wants to wrestle... Kutalaba is very good, but when he wants to get out there and be the Hulk and try to throw hands, he's terrible. I don't, I don't understand. He also has zero submission defense, which I feel like as a wrestler, you should kind of figure out how to tuck your chin just a little bit, which he does not do. I, I cannot wrap my head around this guy. I'm tired of losing money betting him. Uh, when I fade him, he wins, and when I'm on him, he loses. It's tough for me, but also I think Kennedy and Jekway is like. He's like, to go back to your analogy of video games, when you first create the fighter and you don't have any skill points yet, um, that's that's Kennedy and Jekway. He literally plods forward, jab, straight right, inside leg kick, and that's about it. That's really all he's got. And unfortunately enough, that's probably enough to beat you on, I think. I would like you to check your Twitter while I break this fight down because oh. I saved something special for you. Okay. In advance of knowing I was going to do the show. Okay. Also, I wrote that at 11 a.m. The time's okay. time stamped. Okay. So you so enjoy that while I break this down. Okay. I don't know what to fucking do with this one either because <clears throat> he looked great against Roberson, but like Roberson's terrible. Uh Manu, like that was an interesting fight, but like he looks like he's improving fight to fight. You reading it? Yeah. So what does it say? Oh, you want me to read it out loud? No, just what's the gist of what I asked DraftKings to do for this? Uh, let's. Looks like you're asking for them to basically put on a point deduction. I'm asking them to boost the point deduction yeah. from 20 to 1. But but Dale, I don't call it a point deduction, do I? No, you call it a yam bag special. If you're watching me for the first time, I bet on point deductions. And in Chukwu against Negromanu, he's... He is now auto point deduction every time he yeah. fights. And who better to take that bet with than Kutayaba, who's like a legit psychopath? Yes. <clears throat> there's going to be takedowns. There's going to be eye pokes. There's going to be cage grabs. This will have it all. I may not bet this fight, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> like pre-tape, post-tape, I was on Kennedy. I'm like, this seems like Kennedy round two. That's what it felt like. I can't get past. You could look at every bad performance Kennedy and Chuku has had in the UFC. Yeah. The the, the knockout to Duan Jung is bad. It's, it's very, real bad. Not a good look. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what's worse? Johnny Walker submitting you yeah, is worse. It, like, it's way worse. A guy that, like, had never shown any predilection for the ground. Like, Serkinoff just ragdolled him. Right. And now, like, ragdolled Walker. Now Walker is, like, the goat of submissions. Like, it's a bad look for Kudiaba. I think Kudiaba's cut if he loses. Ha- he and has to be. But that's why I'm... But, but that's this part of me that can't pull the trigger against him. Mm. On the flip side, if I bet the under, like Nichols is saying, under two and a half rounds, I like I agree that it like ninety five percent of the time this should end. I wouldn't even I would even shorten it. I would go fight doesn't start third and get a little better odds. Right. I don't. My gut is telling me this is going to be our like the whole community is going to lose bet. Like gonna happen. that there is like, like you are better off going like Kutiyaba decision or bet the draw, like bet the yam bags, bet the draw and bet like just five bucks on each. And like, say, look, it's two fucking weirdos that have caught. I think I'm down. My math may be off. I'm down minus 847 units combined on both of these guys. So like, <laughs> Like I don't even want to give like, or take a couple. Like give, give or take. I don't think it's off by much. I it's probably pretty close. <laughs> it's probably close. So yeah. uh, this is gonna be one where like I think I bet like the weird props. Honestly, as a real way to bet it, I'm, I would probably do Kutiaba round one. Yeah. And Kennedy round two. Like if you wanted to, I like if either situation. Because look, if this thing gets to the second round, you're gonna fucking hate your Kutiaba bet. Yes. Like you that ticket's gonna be worthless. So you better off just betting him round one and the Kennedy ticket round two. If Kennedy beats him round one, more power to him, like whatever. But I think that's it's one or the other. But I, I don't know, man. I got this like old gambler's instinct saying like bet the draw and bet yam bags and like just fucking sit back and be like, Cool, I lost five bucks on a ball shot and be and and like be cool with it. Is there is there anybody that offers a line that you know that says the fight doesn't complete due to an injury? I wish. Like this feels like an eye poke that stops a fight. Well, that's but that's why you bet yam bags because yeah, they probably give you like the point first. But yeah, I don't know, man. I uh, mm. yeah. I agree with you. This is two weirdos. That's a great way to put it, man. I I I can't I can't get on board with it. Like, would you can do you have access to yam bag bets? I don't. I don't. I don't. I I have. You want me to put one in for you? Yeah, <laughs> I'll, put, dude, I'll put I'll put $5. Yeah. Dude, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll put five dollars. If, if it hits, I'll send you a hundred bucks. Free, free of charge. <laughs> like it's the it's the Lou boost. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll vent I'll, I'll vent it's, we'll, well, we call it the Lou Rub. The Lou Rub, gotcha. If, okay. I will tell you this right now. If DraftKings so their response to me was like, we will send this to the promotions team or whatever. And I, I wrote it back and I said, Look, I don't think you understand this bet's probably not gonna hit. You're yeah. just going to get like a free $500 from the community. Yeah. But I want them to say, if they don't say it's the Lou Betcher Yambag special, that's fine. If they boost a point deduction, everybody's going to motherfucking know. Everybody's going right. to fucking know who did it. Like, this, there's going to be no myth. There'll be no mystery. And, and this will be my legacy. And I don't have to ever win a bet again in the community to be a legend. And judging by my recent betting record, it's a very distinct possibility. So I'm like thrilled to know that my legacy can be that anytime somebody gets kicked in the balls, my Twitter blows the fuck up. Do you, do you, you gotta have be good any, at something in life, right? 
Yeah. Do you have any like allegiance to DraftKings? Like if I could get you in contact with a different bookmaker that could put it, would you would you be okay with that? I don't give a fuck. I the only thing I okay. like about DraftKings is I, I like I use BetMGM too. BetMGM okay. suck. BetMGM sucks for UFC though. They yeah. suck. They suck. They're they don't put their props out till like Friday some days, like Friday late. There's there's been Friday nights where like the props still aren't out. And when I say props, I mean like over unders. Right. Like they're a bad book for UFC. Bet Rivers, I nuked that account. They're awful. I'm like, close my fucking account. FanDuel. Well, I have uh, six more weeks and I can be back on FanDuel. There you go. I steam closed my account for a year. Oh, I'm like, fuck you guys. Like, and they're like, how long you want to close your account? I'm like a year. Yeah. They're like, okay, we take that seriously. I'm like, good. And I, and I wrote some, I wrote some not so woody rejoinders (laughs) to their support. But uh, I um, but December December like twenty eighth, I can go back. Okay, and, uh, and I'm not saying I. The funny thing is though, I I don't want to go back for DFS. I don't really want to go back for a lot of their stuff they offer. But man, some of their submission lines are so bad. Like yeah. like plus seven hundred sub on DraftKings could be plus twelve hundred on FanDuel. Yeah, that I want access to it like literally for like weird Just... props. I, I want I want access to it for the things that are eventually going to get it nuked for good. Right. For hitting those kind of lines, like so I've had um I don't know if you know Dave Mason, but Dave Mason of course, bet online. Yeah, of course. I've had yeah. a bet on and I've had a bet online account, no joke, for 16 years. Yeah. So I've when I've, they were just poker. When it was just poker, right? And like their sports book was minimal. I'm saying is like when I was the only one out of nine thousand Ukrainians and Moldovans playing free rolls, I was like the lone American on their site. I love it. It was every final I got to was me against uh, the proletariat bear of Moldova. <laughs> so. And, and, and in all fairness, this dude fucking killed me heads up every time. He was and like, and like, I could never beat this guy, but like literally that was the dude. So I, I like, I've had an account on bet online for so long. Yeah. I don't remember why I have the screen name I have. Like, I, I don't it. even know what the reference is. Right. Like, that's how old my account is. I would, I would love. Hey, man, I, I would, I'd love to talk to Dave Mason and I. Okay, so I, well, Dave's been on my show before. Um, well, he's too busy dealing with like, you know, I'm not just not me talking shit on Narco, one of my yeah. boys. He's too busy with serious gamblers like Narco and like Caposa and all those guys who are like, oh, you know, is there? Do you guys have lines on like? And they they make up a bunch of letters and then a number and they're like, oh, that's a real event. And I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, oh shit, that's really an event. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, yo, like my neighbors are fighting. Can I have a fucking number? <laughs> like, I'll send you video. Like, can, right. I, can, you, can you give me like just just like line it even and let me pick one? Like, right. I give a shit. Yeah. I don't. I don't even need like. I don't even need like CLV. Just give me fucking. <laughs> let me bet this fucking shit. Let me bet a fucking right. dude. Let me bet a bum to kill another <laughs> bum, and I'm good. I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if Mason can do that, but like you can't do bum fights anymore. But if I'm they, like, they oh no, I'm like, no, no, no. This is the third time they fought. They, they, they. It's a league now. It's called like CLDFC. Yeah. Uh, you know, number three. The, he's like, oh yeah, oh no, we have a number. Yeah. That. So that. All I need. If you want it made, Dave's the guy to do it. I just, I mean, he he entertains everything. If he looks at how old my account is, he actually. 
probably would be like, oh shit, this okay. Like, I've gone, I've him. gone to him like, with I some dumb stuff account. before. I've gone to him with some dumb stuff before and been like, hey, can you maybe consider a line for this? And he'll be like, uh, let me see if we if if my guys say there's a market for it. And they're always like, no. So you know. Well, I know he's I mean, he's still at the discretion of like, you know, the Olympic Olympic gods or whoever the fuck puts the lines out, but like yeah. Sorry, but yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, like the loot, yeah, and, and Powerade, Wawa, uh, Nike, yeah. Milk itself. I, I'm listening. I need sponsors. So milk. So I don't mean like a specific kind of milk. It's milk. Yeah, just big, any milk. Big, big milk. Come big talk milk. to me. Yeah, I have big strong bones. I need calcium. Uh, what What was the old What was the old phrase? Um, milk and cones build big, strong bones. I guess I'm like a midget. I mean, I am not a. It's my no, parents' fault. I'm not a big I'm, tall guy. I'm, my license says five eight. Is that a generous five eight? My license says like if I got pulled over, there's a chance I could be arrested for false and you know identity. <laughs> no, I'm like I'm I'm like five seven and three quarters. Hey man, that's all that matters, bro. I know, but like a cop's gonna be like, here, not five eight, you piece of shit. Here, like, here's where you're wrong. A cop's never gonna say it to you because you don't get out of the vehicle without a lawyer present. So well, I don't know. I look, I haven't been in jail in like uh couple 12 years so i yeah. hope I, I don't want to go back no man you don't have to yeah you my neighbor's an asshole that's all i have to tell you there you go i don't i mean i believe that sorry, i don't he, sorry he got his that's right you should see the other guy you should see. <laughs> what's left of him right yeah, i'm just kidding all right. main but, event but, of the- but no joke my neighbor really is my, my new neighbor is really a piece of shit <laughs> i don't doubt that man i i have neighbors on both sides of my house and they're way too close to me i would love to be very far away from everybody he's the so. worst all right main event sorry yeah no it's the main event dude. we're finally going to get there um i who is it oh it's Derek lewis taking on sergey spivak Derek lewis plus 170 dude the polar bear minus 200 over under on rounds one and a half keep in mind before you say anything at all Derek lewis is undefeated in the apex go well that's then then you're going to like the way i'm betting this <laughs> i will not Skill set for skill set. Yeah, I like Spivak. Yeah. I don't know that I like Spivak. Forget about the fact that Lewis is 37. I don't know that I like Spivak as minus 200 against anybody. Mm. What was he against the Linux? I didn't like him as a favorite against uh, the Linux. Yeah. He was like minus 160, I believe. Yeah. I don't know that he has. He's evolving. I don't care about the Aspinall fight. He took it short notice, and Aspinall is like, look, he's a special talent. Right. People are calling him a generational talent. Let's let's see. He's a special right. talent. But he's, he's. I'll tell you what. You don't want to fight Aspinall on short notice. Yeah. So I, so I don't care about that. But Spivak shouldn't be a massive favorite over anybody yet. Okay. He's developing. Yeah. So here's how I'm going to. And also, how do you not like Derek Lewis? If you guys, I'm sure anybody watching this has watched Dogger Pass with my with my guy Paul Shat Shaughnessy and Cody CJ. Yeah. And I'm not like a progressive parlay guy because I'm too busy doing round robins of like round three submissions. But I but I respect the progressive parlay and I respect the minds that goes into it. And one of his tenants is you put the main event favorite in, in the top slot. And then you can always hedge and you can bet the other way. 
right and like and don't have the and don't have so much pride to be like well i think he's gonna win it's not about that anymore now you've guaranteed you it's like when you bet one of these contender series fights if you get a guy at like plus 200 odds when it first opens on bet online because they're the ones that do it first and then the other guy's plus 200 two days later you it doesn't you bet you you auto bet the why you guarantee yourself you win right on a low level fight. right well let's be honest this is kind of a weirdly low level fight yeah so everybody loves Spivak here. I completely understand it. I think he should win. I think he should get takedowns at will. But Spivak's been hurt. Like he's been hurt many times and I don't love the striking defense. So I'm going to do this very simply. I'm going to wait. I'm not betting it pre-fight. And I want to see what kind of number I get on low. I'm never betting Spivak in anything other than a parlay here, other than the hedge out later. I, I think he's the okay. better fighter. I just don't trust him yet. I, I need more from Spivak. But what I would trust is Lewis late in a fight because we've seen him knock dudes out in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. Like, we've, like, we've seen it. You know where you beat... You don't beat Lewis by just taking him down. His cardio is weirdly good. It's consistent. You know you, do you know where you beat Lewis? By hitting him in, he's he's like King Hippo from Punch Out. You can only hit him in the body. You can never hit him in the face. He blocks it every time. You hit him in the body, you knock him against the ropes. The fight's over. You if you hit Lewis, if you go body shots to Lewis, he's done. So unless if Spivak doesn't go to the body in the first round, I don't care if Spivak has four and a half minutes of control time. If Spivak has not thrown one body shot, and you're giving me plus five hundred or better on Lewis which is not an inconceivable line at all after round one, I will hammer plus 500 after round one. I think you have to. Now, if he's hitting him in the body and hasn't gone down yet, I lay off because that's the way to beat Lewis. The body right. shots have crushed him. Body shots have just murdered him. Yeah. If Spivak is stupid enough to not throw any body shots, then Lewis is super live. at And I mean at any round in that fight. Yeah. And and, see that. and look, and I may ladder this shit. Let's say we get to the third. <laughs> no, no. Let's say we get to the third round. Right. So ten minutes into this fight, and you're giving me Lewis like plus eighteen hundred live after <laughs> after nine minutes of takedowns. Are you kidding me? Right. Are you gonna Are you gonna tell me that's an unreasonable number? No. Give me it's not. give me ten to one's not. Give me a give me a line on a guy who I have seen carry his power in fights he's been dominated in. Right. To the last 10 seconds of the fight. Over a guy I've never seen go that long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do, do honestly, like, do you think Spivak has a plan B here? I think he's, it's, he's, he's no. still, a, he's still a developing fighter. Like I, I'm not like insulting him. He's still a developing fighter. And most heavyweights don't really peak to like, they get to the, like Lewis is different. Like he's peaked. I, I'm not arguing that like he's whatever. Right. But this is a super winnable fight. It's a super little fight for Spivak if he has the right game plan. Because I can't trust him to have that game plan, which is to go to the body, I can't bet him pre-fight. But if he, if Lewis, if he's not hitting Lewis's body, I'm telling you, I may just every round be like, fuck it. Keep firing more, on Lewis. More, more. And you might get, well, after three, you know, you know what number you're going to get on Lewis after three? Actually, nah, you won't get the crazy number because... It's not like a title fight, whatever, but you probably still get 15 to one. 
But, I mean, it's like, conceivable. Yeah, that's conceivable. So, so why wouldn't I keep? And I look, and I'm not saying like, I'm saying throw five bucks. Right. There's no reason to go like heavy, but like imagine like you, this. This becomes in for a penny, in for a pound. The if that fight's still going, going in the fourth round, give me the guy that's fought into the fourth round before that still only needs one punch to end it. Yeah. And has it and carries and the power. power. Carry right. So yeah. like, yeah. so I'm gonna it. look. So and not like that, but like, look, yeah, I'm a gambler, but like, I don't want to fucking bet against Lewis. I love the guy. You know what's awesome about Lewis? My girlfriend likes MMA. She's not hardcore about the sport. She likes MMA, but she loves Derek Lewis because the dude's gonna fucking be fucking hilarious. Right, he's gonna come out and he's gonna have great talks. He's gonna be a great character. He's great for our sport, man. Like he really is. Yeah. Like you love the guy, and so. Yeah, maybe I don't want to bet against him. Like, do I need to win like an extra unit? Nah, dude. I'm like, I'm still. You you asked me when this show started, how do I feel about like every card, like every Saturday cards? Guys like him are the reason I love it. Like, yeah. I get to watch their clues. I don't need him on a pay. Do I need him on the undercard of a pay per view, or do I want him like headline and something? And like, and trust me, you said you hate. There's no crowd. Them hundred people there gonna make it sound like there's a fucking crap yeah they will and then he's gonna and if he wins you know they get another nft yeah you know his ball his balls is hot and that cup goes and it's another nft like right or or whatever crazy shit he's gonna say and like and we're here for it man like you know like here you get two like nickel you've got nickels in chat he's right two of us and and i don't know if two of us is an elite striker from the technical perspective but power wise absolutely and i think pavlovich is like a super technical elite striker with yeah. power. Yeah, Spivak is not. When has Spivak ever shown some elite level striking? Right. Can I ask why his? Are you a poker guy? Is that why the name is Double Nickels? I, if you are, or if you're unfamiliar with Mister Double Nickels, he pocket is. Five, I mean, pocket fives is Double Nickels. He is. He is one of the sharpest dudes that I've come across. Like in the in the Twitter. M- MMA Instagram sphere. Is he double nickels on here? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what he's. I'll I, I'll I'll connect the two of you. Dude's right. super sharp, like ludicrously sharp. And I don't. Uh, well, I'm an idiot, so I love that. Yeah, yeah. Except for I, tomorrow, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I'm still trying to figure out why he listens to my show, unless it's like one of those things where he just like likes to fade the shit I say. <laughs> he is wildly smart, man. Uh, super sharp, dude. No, listen, I, you, you make some salient points about Lewis, right? I, I, I won't, I won't disregard that. Um, I think Spivak's path to victory. He just needs to Daniel Cormier this thing. He needs to go in, make Derek work a little bit, take him down, and then choke him out. I mean, he's he's got the body big enough to do it, and that should be a hundred percent what he does um but i don't know necessarily that he can oddly enough i have this weird feeling um that Derek lewis approaches this somewhat just like a prison fight where he's just like i just cannot possibly lose to another russian with a v in their last name like it's just this has like um what was that what was that game fight night um undisputed or whatever that's what this feels like this feels like this feels like Andre Ward versus the mysterious Russian bare knuckle in the laundry room. That's what this feels like. I I I think Derek Lewis is a live dog at plus one seventy. If you're gonna listen, if you're gonna bet Chase Sherman at plus one eighty five, you have to bet Derek Lewis 
at plus 170. I mean, that makes sense to me. But I would rather live bet him. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. If he wins in the first, if he wins first round KO and you and you don't get any money in, it's still hilarious. Yeah. And you lose nothing. Right. So but, but why not bet him? Look, is he gonna is he ever gonna win a round because of technical dominance? <laughs> I mean no, I mean like I mean yeah. like if he wins in the first round, you missed out. But if he loses the first round, and it, and by loses the first round, I mean the fight got to the second round. He lost the round. Right. You're getting then you you've at we're at like what's the worst price you're getting on him after one plus three fifty? Right, he's plus one seventy. Yeah. What do you think you're getting? Worst I mean, price plus three fifty. Yeah, worst. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you ladder it. Every we, round he's in the fight, like you just keep hammering the Lewis live line. He's he's never. Can, can I ask? May I take this one? Yeah, go for it. The reason he, I would say, he's not out of promotion. It's yeah, he's a fan favorite, but more importantly, heavyweight is so like, like at, if he was one fifty five, he's probably out. At heavyweight, heavyweight just doesn't have a lot of people that are like draws. Like like look, dude, Sherman like lost every fight. They they brought goddamn Sherman back. I think that Derek Lewis Darius has a home a as job. long as he wants one. I do too. And more importantly, he's a guy that like they'll worry about in terms of like going to a Bellator and being like a marketable. Hundred you know, percent. They will worry about that. Like they're not worried about Van Daryl even. No, like, no. Not, but Derek cause, Lewis because even Bellator is not going to be like Jared Van Der is here. He's like yeah. awesome. You guys are like confirmed the worst. Yeah. Juan Espino, watch. <laughs> We pulled Juan Espino away. Uh, no, I, I right like you know, oh, you know, like oh shit, Tafa. You, <laughs> you got to give Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis has a home as long as he wants one. Um, I've often wondered how committed to the sport Derek Lewis remains. And then, if this were to be a thing, you have to, you have to sell Derek Lewis's final fight in front of a crowd. Like it just, you cannot have the Derek uh, Lewis saga pitter out. Just not in Houston. Right. He's not yeah. doing, oh, he doesn't gosh. do so good there. No, no, no. I mean, just move it to Austin or something. Maybe something a little bit Dude, just down you know, the road. How about Albuquerque? Albuquerque is a perfect spot for him. Yeah. See, I brought, I brought that joke. You brought the whole bit. thing back, man. You literally circled the whole thing back. I'm a pro. <laughs> you really, really, really tied it all together. The, the rug really tied the room together. Um, I'm All right, in for, I'm in for a penny and for a pound right now. Let's run through. Let's run through some of these prelims real quick here. Sure. Natalia, I only, Sil- I, only, I only have two bets. Okay, cool. I'll give you my picks. I'll give you my picks, but I, you know, and I'll say I'm not betting it. Gotcha. Awesome. Uh, Natalia Silva taking on Teresa Blada, I believe is how you say. It. Is it Blada? Blada? Blade all over my couch. That's hey yo. Hey she's, hey yo. She's six and zero. Oh. She's undefeated. Taking on Natalia Silva. At 13, 5, and 1. She's the underdog here, Miss Blada. Uh, Natalie Silva, or Natalia Silva, coming back at a minus 160. Overrunner rounds at 2.5. I've seen a lot of people, like, really hyped up on Blada here. Is that just, as I call it, women's science? You're just taking a women's underdog because the skill disparity is just, I mean. If you have a strong take on this fight. I don't. Better, you, no, I mean. If, oh, I if, got you. If, Sorry. If you're, if, you're, if you're a Twitter guy, there's a strong fight here a strong take here i assume if you win this one your next things next thing you're going to say is dm for vip pricing Mm. because there is no way you can have 
a strong take. Silva didn't fight for three years. And then yeah. she looked pretty good against Jasuda Vicious. Yeah. Nothing like her tape. Correct. Blada, Nothing like it. Blada is 20. Said six fights. She looked... I was really impressed with the tenor series because she was compromised in the third round and fought through it. Here's what, why I say, if your next thing will say DM for VIP pricing, you're betting this fight on the strength of one fight each. Cause you, if you're going to, if you're picking Silva, you're only looking at her last fight. Yeah. If you're picking Blada, you, cause she fought in like the North pole league. Like she fought in like the California penal league. Yeah. So she's had one fight that like mattered, and so is Silva. So I realize that Silva's fought like better competition like previously, but again, she fought them when she was like 18. Right. Care. Like she took three years off. So I'll I'll lean Silva just because I think Blada kind of fights like she's vicious, but I'm not betting this. Yeah. And like and and like again, I why would I have a strong take here? It, it, you're literally taking people like I tape contender series. Like I do this, like on our channel, I'm, I'm finding like Kazakhstan eight millimeter basement film on dudes. Right. But I'm somehow getting more tape on them than we really have with these two. Right. So like, so I don't know why people love Blada here. I don't think she's going to get takedowns. I, but I, I don't fucking know, man. Like you really, you really basing it on, on one 15 minute fight each. So Look, if you want to flip a coin and bet the dog, I'm not going to dissuade you. I love women's dogs, but this is not the dog I'm interested in this card. I want to address something real quick. Sure. I'm assuming this is this is towards me. I'm hoping so. So how did Poirier come up with a hot sauce before DL? DL being my initials, so Dale Lippin. Uh, Angel, it's interesting you say that. I have long since pined for a, uh, a line of sauces and or barbecue. If I could have it my way, if I could have it my way where I – um, was able to ride off into the sunset. Uh, I would open up a barbecue spot, and um, yeah, man, it's something that I've I've long since talked about. And uh, you know, the uh, the name of the the name of the sauce would be none other than uh, Drippy Lips, <laughs> which I've been told is absolutely disgusting <laughs> for a name. Uh, but I I think that um, if if I were just to run a, a solo uh sauce business it would be drippy lips um and if i were to open my own barbecuing spot um it would be called divine swine is what i would be going for there so um but yeah all right we'll move on to the next fight but poirier poirier started that because he's got money and i don't brady high stand taking on fernie garcia uh garcia at 10 and 2 high stand at 5 and 2 I'm hoping this is not one of the ones that he had because I'm on a high stand here at the minus 170. I think his wrestling's better over Fernie. Fernie looked okay, I guess, in the Fernie versus Journey matchup. Um, but I I don't know, man. I, I, I'm I just – I'm inclined to take Brady here just based on wrestling acumen and cardio and just let it ride at a minus 170. And I feel like it's just a fair, safe money line play that I wouldn't be opposed to putting in a parlay. So we're going to get back to this hot sauce thing at the end of the card because okay. as somebody who's made hot sauce before or yeah. like, well, horribly. Oh, man. But, uh, no, I'm on high stand here. No bet on this fight either. But, you know, I, I talked about DFS. So, I'll, like, you know, I'll give the people divine swine. Yeah. And I, I, I my headphones were on the whole time. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. I heard everything. Okay. Gotcha. So uh, uh, 
I'm on Hive stand here, like from a DFS perspective. I mean, mm-hmm. like that Jordan Newsom fight is look again. We're talking about like limited tape. I mean, Hive stands had seven pro yeah. fights, but sometimes, but sometimes there's tape that's just it's so enough. Telling, that's just so telling, and it's enough. That Jordan Newsom, like, I mean, he was shooting at him from like six feet away. Yes, yeah. but, like, like, like he basically, like, again, I don't want to keep like bringing up pro wrestling, but it's like fitting here. It was like an Irish whip. Like he got like Irish ripped against the ropes and like took him down. Yeah. And he saw him. There's no so either his eyesight's terrible or he right. had no fucking clue. Because this was like he, he was like the like you know, like you do your like you know your little yeah. you like yeah, right. He was doing that shit. So I don't know how much he's improved. So like do you do you like Brandon Olivas? You ever listen to him or like No, I I don't I'm not familiar. So Olivas is a well, he, he's a fighter. Okay, but he is a podcaster. Him and Santino DeFranco do a, a podcast. Okay, funny. he was on with Clint last night. Okay, and you know Clint. Yep. So of course I got to go in the chat and like fucking poke. Yeah. Well, I mean, but like, yeah. <laughs> hey man, Olivas did it to me Friday. Right. Olivas came in my chat. Like, I love it. he's he's a cool ass dude, and his perspective is cool because he trains with some of these guys, and like I love hearing a fighter's perspective on on some of these guys. And he was like talking how good Fernie Garcia was at some things. He goes, so I'm picking high stand after like 10 minutes of saying how good Fernie goes. So I'm picking Brady high stand. Like, <laughs> just and I'm like it on All right. no, he's like, okay. He's like, he's like, dude, you just, the guy can't stop the takedown. Like, so high stand by decision seems like the play, but I'd rather just bet him. I mean, it's his money lines. It's not like he's a parlay piece. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's he's just for a two or three legger. I think he's. Sure. I think he's a safe. I think. He's and safe. Uh, and, but from like anybody that plays DFS in the chat, like he's his salary is like pretty reasonable this week. It's like eighty five hundred, and he could and like and it's like I love when dudes that can. I love people that can score. I love dudes, man. I love dudes. Yeah, I love dudes I lo- too. People that can score really well on a decision are always appealing. Like on a DraftKings perspective. <laughs> And he could, I mean, he had six takedowns in his last fight. Right. Like uh, the one against uh, the Tercius. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who he, yeah. I mean, the one he lost, but he, again, but yeah, six takedowns, 66 right. strikes, six takedowns. Like in a loss, he scored well. In a win here, he's probably going to score like a ton of points. Right. And I don't know how, this is a tough slate to predict ownership. Like, I know, like, there's better people than me to tell you that. But like he's a guy I think is going to kind of fly under the radar here, that can just win. And like you know how like people hate boring. Like oh man, it's so boring in the thirties laying on him. Yeah, well now when you have a bet on him and he's up to nothing. Right. Yeah. You're like nope, keep doing it. Keep doing lay it, on yeah. him till the ref tells you to get up. Exactly. Yeah. Just pin it's him like down. A, Big like brother. Soccer, him if you it's like in, so, it's like in soccer. Your team's winning. They're like, uh, here's the yellow card for wasted time. You're like, yep. Perfect. Give me you're more. Like, you're like, you know what? Sub them and get somebody else there that can waste just as much time. That's right. Just get the win. And yeah. I think High Stand here, objectively, I know he's only had seven pro fights, but decent amateur experience. And I think that the game plan is going to be really simple. Just close this and take him down. Make it boring. Like, I don't know what High Stand here. I have it up. I mean... High stand sub, I guess, could be interesting. His TK at nah, 350, that's not enough meat on the bone for me. I'm, I'm I need I, I need more than that. But yeah. I know, but I, but you know I have to well, I have a couple of weird bets I'll give you on the undercard. Like so okay. I, I have one that's not out yet that I guarantee will be 10 to 1. 
Well, let's get let's get weird right now. Vanessa Demopoulos taking on Maria Oliveira. Oliveira at 13 and 5. Vanessa Demopoulos is 8 and 4. Uh, and she's the underdog here against Maria. We're going to disagree on this one, I guarantee. We're going to disagree on this one, you I, think? I guarantee it. I, bet, oh I, I guarantee it. Oh, give, me your, give me your pick. I guarantee we're going to disagree. <sighs> I, <laughs> I'm i inclined to lean towards Vanessa. Um, I was but right. <laughs> I'm inclined to lean towards Vanessa. My problem with her, um, though, is that she her fight IQ is zero. Which I don't expect. Listen, there's not a lot of women I expect out there to have a very high fight. Oh, uh, my girlfriend has her headphones in. It's fine. I, I said there's not a lot. I didn't say there's any. That'd be like it'd be the equivalent of me saying that women aren't funny. That would be that would probably make her more mad if I told who's her. It, who's your favorite women com- comedian? Oh, there it, are. It's none. not Amy Schumer. There are none. I there's honestly the the only woman on the planet Earth that makes me laugh is my wife occasionally. But I generally believe that women are not very funny. Mine's Phyllis Diller. Phyllis Till. I why do I know that name? She was on like the match game. Okay. Could, like when you could like smoke and drink on camera. Uh, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody could be like, nice ass. They're like, ha! And like yeah. nobody cared. And nobody was hurt. Yeah. Like, because it wasn't like like Richard Dawson could be like, Do you want to see my penis? Right. And everybody be like, yeah, yeah, we already have. And have the guys too. They're like, we've all seen it as cock. And they're like, yeah. ah, all right. I think is, is your is your producer ready to be like I have to kill this show like immediately? No, producer Jake just hangs out. So normally, what producer Jake does in the background is he watches. We, we, we had a nice three minute chat while you broke the yeah. fucking computer. Yeah, he watches he watches hockey and rips rips his bong. Um, Perfect, and he just kind of hangs out and then. But he served our country, which like I appreciate greatly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, that, you know what, producer Jake, I forgot to tell you, I didn't text you for Marine Corps birthday. So my bad. Good dude. Belated Marine Corps birthday. My girlfriend would hate him because she's huge Flyers fan. Whereas I don't give a shit about hockey. Well, we did text so, each other for Veterans Day. So, but I didn't. But I did not. I did not tell him Happy Marine Corps birthday. So I dropped the ball on that one, buddy. Sorry. Right. Um. Anyway, I did. Oh gosh, I gotta get you in here for a split second. Commit. I'm just gonna say it. you don't have to come in. But I saw the most high speed thing ever uh, for Marine Corps birthday. The crossing guard at my daughter's school. Guy that's cl- very clearly been retired for years, Jake. Dress blues while he was doing the crossing guard duty. Put put his put his dress blues on and was doing crossing guard duty for Marine Corps birthday. Anyway, all right. Sorry. Um, I thought, well, that dude's high speed, bro. Real high speed. All right. Um, where were we at here? I was on Vanessa, just initial lean, but she fights so unintelligently, man. It makes me very, I'm very upset. Um, but Maria, on the flip side of that. She's got bad hair, and I don't I don't trust chicks with bad hair. So, I, how does she win? Well, and she's very small and th- not very physically strong. How does she win? How does she overpower super flexible glitter factory former stripper exotic dancer Vanessa Demopoulos? Yeah. So, so first of all, <laughs> there's a lot lot to take in there. Sorry, lot to take in there. Uh, I don't people. I I fit. All right. So first of all, if you're going to bet Demopolis, I'd take her right now. Yeah. Because I, f- I feel like the steam is only going to go on her. There's two things here I don't like, and I'm going to speak as like, so just because I don't do stats. Yeah. You know why I don't do stats? Like on, on my UFC. I don't no, no, you know, why I don't do, you know, why I don't do stats when I why break down because I have because Weezy does because yeah. Brady does because Monk does. I'm different. If you watch any of my NFL shows. 
you be you're like, is this the same guy? Like I mix in, like I'm I just have to mix in stats when I feel like that. So I'm gonna bring in a, I'm gonna bring up a very important stat for this fight, and that's why I bring that up. The narrative here is that Demopolis has decided because she get a submission because she's gonna take Oliveira down. Well, how many how many takedowns has Demopolis attempted in four fights? One. Yeah, I was to say it's not many. So why are we assuming that that's the game plan? It's it's hard for me to get behind the fact that Demopolis is just going to go for takedowns immediately. Right. If she hasn't proven she can. Meanwhile, here's something I know. Her striking defense is shit. Awful. And Oliveira, you know, I wasn't on, I didn't bet that fight against Apollo because I'm like, I'm never betting Apollo like as a favorite. I think Apollo had beaten up like uh, Luke FWR betting. I think his girl is a, uh, he simps for uh Jujua. Oh gosh. And I think that, uh, I think DePaul like crushed Jujua. God, that and I'm bro. like, well, how can you bet? I know, but like, that's his check. Hey, look, dude, Agapov is my check. Like, so. Okay. Although, although, uh, Juarez maybe, uh, she's. She got cut today. If she needs a helping hand. Silva- I... Silvana got cut today. If she needs a helping hand, I am here. Yeah. To give her gross old man stuff. No, man. I'm sure she's um, into it. So back to this fight. I, I'm not convinced that Demopolis is going to take this to the ground. And if she doesn't, she's going to get pieced the fuck up. Yes, yes. And, and, I, and I think she's going to get pieced up to the, the point where I think Oliveira could knock her out. Oh, like, boy. Well, Demopolis is... Like, I get that, like, the whole... Everybody loves Demopolis, like, the whole interview with Rogan. Like, and, and like, you could... I know, but, like, you could... Think of the money that goes in. I think there's some like there's some love for her. Just like they, th- th- she's a good story to root for. Sure. And everybody loves the stripper. Like obviously, like clearly. But you know, if I can be frank, she's not. She's like a Tuesday night stripper. Lunch buffet, hundred percent. She's not your Friday. She's not your like. I'm done with work for the week. Let's go Correct. see strippers. She's your like. Lunch I'm shift. Pay- no, she's my. I'm paying my way through school. I swear, stripper and like. And I'm like, this, I'm like, all right, let's get a dance. Like, but I'm, but one, like, I'm not like, I don't want the extended menu. It's like, I'm just here. Here's your t- goddamn 20 bucks. And like, where's the chick with the, where's the, where's the next one? Right. Like, you know, you have these days. I had to make sure my girlfriend sold her headphones in. All right. We're good. My relationship's still intact. That's still intact. You're good. Great. So <laughs> I think, so I think this fight plays out on the feet. Yeah. I think Oliveira, and if it does, it's 15 minutes on the feet. I think. You know, like, why did Demopolis beat Jin Frey? Because Jin Frey throws no, she throws no goddamn volume. None. She's volumeless. Yeah. So that's why she beat her. And she, and a lot of people, I was on Demopolis in that fight. A lot of people did not think she won. I won the bet, so I don't care. Right. Uh, but I think this line's only going to go in Demopolis' favor. And I think if you like Demopolis, you take her now. I personally am going to wait. I think Oliver is going to probably get to like 105. Yeah. And um and I'm but I at 120 I like it I think it's gonna be her being active and if Demopolis and let's say Demopolis even like at some point the fight changes tactics I don't trust her to do it in the first round so you're probably gonna get a so Oliveira's probably gonna win the first round just on volume right so be the better striker so for me so for me it, it's Oliveira again no real bet here yeah but like but I'm waiting because if she gets the plus money I'm hitting it. 
Oh, for sure. If Oliveira gets the plus money, Matt, I'm absolutely like, saying you, like, I would, I would look, wait. I almost feel like whoever's plus money here is the side. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I I solely bet women's underdogs anyway, so whoever's the underdog is going to get my money. So I'll wait because I, I agree. I think the line will probably move a little bit. That being said, um, I think that the, the submission acumen of Demopolis might be, you know, sort of canceled out by Maria. Uh, isn't she, if I'm not mistaken, Oliveira is Brazilian. And to your point about soccer, I feel like, you know, every Brazilian kid is just basically born with like a little bit of jujitsu that is probably better than a lot of American kids, like, you know, traveling team jujitsu. Or in this instance, every kid, every Brazilian kid's really good at playing soccer. And even like this, the shitty Brazilian soccer kids are better than most travel team American kids. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with, I'm cool with whoever the plus money person is on Saturday for that. All right. Ricky Tercios at 11 and three taking on Kevin Natividad at nine and three. They brought back Natividad. Another guy they brought back. Um, Kill a K Kevin Natividad plus plus one thirty five. Ricky Tercios minus minus one fifty five over and around two and a half. Lou, I'm be hundred percent honest with you. I have no action on this fight because I don't trust Tercios and his movement. And just, I, 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 he's too squirrely for me to pin down. And I don't know what I'm getting out of him. And then Kevin Natividad, I don't know how hard he's going to fight because he, this is a second chance at the big boy promotion. So did he learn from the mistakes? Is he going to come back? Is he going to give us an inspired performance? Or are they just feeding him to a guy um, to help him get some rounds? I want to st- – me personally, I'm staying away from this fight. Yeah. Okay. Next. <laughs> Next. Next. Fair. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I, by the way, just for the record, I see people like hitting Tercius hard here. Because yeah. they think it's a buy low spot. We talked about like limited tape on people. Do you really need to? I mean, look, man, if that's a hobby fight, he busted parlays. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, and he's, you know, like, I don't smoke weed personally. I used to. I don't currently smoke weed. I don't give a fuck who smokes weed. Like, I don't have a problem with it. I don't like what that's me. Right. Like, I don't, I just don't like how I feel. Right. Maybe I'm older. But I'm, I've never been anti-weed in my life. Like, I'm right. like, absolutely, go smoke. But, like, he should probably not smoke. Yeah. He should, or at least be like, hey, like, yeah. you're Like, his trainer should be like, here's, like, a Cheech and Chong-sized fucking blunt. You win the fight, it's yours. Right. Until you, but no drugs, like, no weed until this point. It's like and Max Holloway's did, cupcakes. Like Max and, Holloway and look, has to get cupcakes. And if I knew his camp was doing that, I would bet him round one KO. Yeah. I, I bet him literally round one KO. Yeah. Like I, I he'd be like, I yep. Gotta get the fuck out. It'd basically be like Popeye wanting the next cheeseburger. Hmm. But next. uh yeah, no bet. Let's move on. I fuck this. Anybody on Tercius, good for you. I get it. It's a buy low spot, I guess. But like Man, man, how do next, you get the salt out of your mouth, Palin? Right. Next two fights are, are, are the, probably the only two prelim spots that I'm actually pretty excited for. Maybe you're landing the same spots. Uh, Miles Johns at 12 and 2, Vince Morales at 11 and 6. We're getting Miles Johns at a minus 165. Vince coming back plus 145 over and around two and a half. I think this, I, I hate to say, I don't use the L word. I think this is a pretty, this is a cruise for Miles Johns here. I think he's got the better cardio. I think he's got more path to victory, and I, I think he's smart enough um, 
for most of the, the duration of the fight, he, he, he does have some lapses in, in IQ. Um, but I don't think Vince does anything well enough to get him out of there. And I don't think he's going to bank rounds against miles. Like Vince doesn't hit particularly hard. Doesn't have particularly great wrestling. I don't think he's a super submission threat. Um, I just trust the, the, basically the two rounds that miles John's going to bank with the wrestling and hope that he doesn't screw, screw everything up in the third. Um, you know, I, I think Miles John's in a sweet spot here, man. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I don't think you have to worry about what's going to happen in the third. Yeah? You don't I think it's think, getting there? No, I think this is going to be one-way traffic. I think Miles John's going to fuck him up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, for the record, I had Morales KO against Martinez. Mm -hmm. But that's because my book had it at plus 900, and I'm like, well, yeah. Only well, I'm like, his only path to victory is Bonk and Martinez. In all fairness, Martinez had shown he could get bonked. Right. So my stronger bet here is the under two and a half because John's, I don't love his striking defense either. And he's taking the fight on short notice. So like that is sure. set. That being said, do you know what Vince Morales, you were saying he doesn't have power. I think he has a little bit of power. Do you know what Vince Morales is terrible at? Stopping leg kicks. Mm. Do you know what Miles Johns likes doing? <laughs> Kicking motherfuckers' legs. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like, like we're like, if if Miles Johns wants to go to the grappling, it's like high stand. It's like the high stand fight, right? If he wants to stand there and just kick his fucking leg, I don't know why he can't do that either. Like yeah. he has multiple paths to victory. I think Johns is that Patrick addicted to combat. Our yeah. friend, yeah, has some plays on John's here. Like, so we're doing like, you know, we 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 do some degen round robins, and he likes John's round three submission and round three. And and you know, like, I'll get out of bed for a round three sub prop. I'm like, I'm I live for this. I'm like, okay, they're like, I don't know, you know, he's fighting. Like, oh, you like this fight? Cool. Just tell me. Just let yeah. me hit the button. Yeah, but I don't think he gets that far. I think John's can fuck him up in the first two rounds. I think John's has like a ceiling. Like I, I like he I don't think he's like I know he's 12 and 2 and that's a good record. But like he should not have lost to Castaneda. I'll forgive the Batista fight. Batista's a beast. But I mean, but he and Batista was very young in his development at that point too, mm -hmm. but so like I think John's probably should have won that fight to be honest, like but I will totally forgive the loss, like to cat. I, I can't forgive the Castaneda loss. So the question is, look, that's nine months ago. He's probably been stewing, like knowing, like fuck, dude. Like, yeah. and I think he just comes out here and fucks up Morales, man, who's way too busy on Twitter, too. He's one of these guys. Like, not all fairness. I thought Favola was that guy, and like. Hey man, good on him. He like, yeah, man, he came out like, and did the he like thing. Wrecked, he like wrecked a few of my bets, but yeah. uh, and I'm an asshole because like I like the guy and I'm like, nah. I think I bought into like a couple dudes I trust the most who were like they were max betting Otman. They're like, dude, like writing me private, like, dude, this line's so off. And I'm like, and I just and I went against like all the narrative, all the tape, and I'm right. it doesn't matter. I, I made a mistake, like, yeah. It happens. Like, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm not like one of these fucking like 90% of Twitter where I'm like, oh, look, another winning weekend, 12 in a row. Like, 
dude, like, can I just say that's why I respect Clint so much? First of all, like, I talk to Clint, like, privately all the yeah. time. Family guy, good dude, just a bro. Yeah. He always owns his shit. I don't have the skin he has. Yeah. He's so nice to the haters. My response to all these guys, I'm like, that's burner, you fucking hoe. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not mad. I don't I'm give not. a fuck, dude. Like, I'm not taking that shit. No, never. But, you got me, you got me fucked up. You think I'm letting you talk to me like that. I know what, but Clint, but Clint is like one of the best dudes that I know. Yeah. And like, he means well. He like, he cares about people. Like, I, yeah. so like, and I'm not like trying to single him out. There's other, like, a lot of us, there's a lot of us that are like that. And I think people don't realize, like, dude, we're allowed to have bad weeks. Like, you know what you pay for Clint's picks? You know, you pay for Dale's picks. You know, you pay, right. So, like, Zero, dude, yeah. and look, if you're watching my Friday show and you don't know what to bet, this is your fault. Like, because we're, it's a comedy show. Like, we, we run a variety show on Friday at this point. Right. Like, if you want DFS help, that's what Monk's for. You're coming to, to this show to be like, okay, Lou agrees at me. And then what's his plus 2000 and above props? Right. Like, and I make no bones about that shit. I'm pretty transparent. I think there's people in the community that aren't super transparent about that. So anyway, back to Vince Morales. When you're a guy that's on Twitter all the time and you're on a losing streak, dude, get the fuck off Twitter. Yeah. You know, you know who could be on Twitter all the time and do that? Adrian Yanez. He yeah. wants to come and like be a friend of the community. Or you'd be a guy like GM3 where you're like win or lose, like you know what you're getting. Right. Elkins, all these fucking dudes, these the OGs, like that's cool. When you're a dude that like loses every fight and you're like, who do you want to see me fight next? It's like retirement. We're like, nobody. Dude, yeah. Yeah. I want to see, get, I want to see you fight your landlord. Yeah, man. You got to make a rent. I'm right? like, I'm like, bro, I have more followers than you and I'm a nobody. Right. Like, stop. Like, how about you worry about winning a fight? Yeah. And then, and then let's talk. Yeah. McKinney, McKinney is building his brand, but he's also like of that age where I think he realizes this is 50% of the job. Yeah. So it's a little different. Vince Morales is not of that age. I ignored Twitter he, for too long. V Vince I, Morales is my mom texting me, LOL. Right. Like, no, stop it. Not have this. Win a, mom, mom, win a fight. And, and I'm not convinced my mom would get knocked out by Morales at this point. Because my dad is like a beast. <laughs> and my mom has shown awesome, like, she got good I, footwork. Well, I'm just going off memories when I was a kid, but like my mom has shown really good takedown defense. She's good. She's good. The problem is my mom has not shown a good get-up game. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah. Let's yeah. say you got like 15 brothers. Oh. If my mom picks this. This is the one show. She's like, I wanted to support you. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Let's... Jennifer Maya at 19 and 9, taking on Marina Morose at 11 and 3. They got Jennifer Maya at a plus 165 here on Marina. Come back minus 190 over and around. It's two and a half. Is this, dude, this should be flipped, right? This line should be flipped around. I I know Agapova's your girl, but dude. Agapova. Agapova, sorry. Agapova is, is your girl. But Marina beat her. And I, I mean that with all due respect. She beat her. She didn't take down a wild bear or anything like that. She she beat Agapova. Jennifer Maya's legit. I mean, minus one. I mean, minus one ninety against Jennifer Maya. Dude, this line has to be wrong. It has to be. We got to. This has to. You have to play Maya here. There's no way you're on Marina Morose at minus one ninety. Who who's playing that? Don't tell me you're playing that. 
I'm not. I'm okay, not thank this you. fight at all. But all right. so I'm gonna just. I'm not betting the fight. Okay. And I don't, I'm not sure that Maya's the side either. But oh I, my gosh. but I. No. Okay. But I know that. But Moreau's at this. These odds are definitely not the side. Yeah. I don't know that Maya's the side. Okay. Rose is not the side. Okay. Fair enough. From a DFS perspective, this is a problem because if I could trust Maya to have a good game plan. Yeah. She's she's your best DFS option. Yes. But I can't trust that. <laughs> I, well, um, we've seen Maya fight. Like, I mean, yeah. I, she's still riding off the fact that she took a round off Shevchenko. Like, <laughs> I, I think what Moreau's you know, it's not just that Moreau's like you, you know when I you know when I knew I lose I lost my agape of a bet against Moreau's the second that I realized I fucking bet against the Ukrainian right after the fucking war started. Hundred percent. Like, yes. I'm like, oh my god. Yes. And I was trying to get on DraftKings to like I'm like, can I hedge this? And like right. they're like they're like, no, the fights I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, I lost this bet. I think Moroz has like got some decent skills, but no, she should not be two to one. If you're gonna bet the fight, Maya's the price. I like I do not dispute this. From a DFS perspective, Moroz is priced at nine thousand, which is like absurdly high. Yes. I realize they price it based on the money lines, like they don't price it based on anything else. Like What's Maya's equity on the ground? And and that's such a lot from DFS. It's like for betting. Like, could Maya be the better ground fighter here if she was proactive? Because if she is, she makes this easy. This is 3027 right. Maya. Right. I don't know that I trust her to do that. And like to your point, she's not a Gapova. Like, look, I just because I love a Gapova does not mean I think she's like good. Right. I just think she's good at sex. Yeah, being sexy looking. times. You're good at looking at, yeah. Yeah, I get it. very nice. She likes ping pong and disco. Right. Uh, I'm not betting this, and, and I can't because I, I can't trust Maya. But I'm not taking Morose at almost two to one. Yeah, I, I'll say this: this is another one of these fights where, like, let's see where this line moves. Maya gets to like two to one. It's an then it becomes an auto bet for me. Right, auto bet. Like you have, you say plus one sixty five. My book does not have her that high. I have 150. But if I get better rods on her, right? Like if this thing gets steamed, yes. Then then like then it becomes like out of like principle like have to. Maya should not be a 2 to 1 dog, but like I think it's already like, disrespectful. So I have to Probably, play. but like yeah, I mean like look who Maya's fighting, look who Moroz is fighting. Like it's crazy. You can't bet Moroz. Well, that's all I'll say is I have no bet on this fight at the moment. You cannot yeah. bet Morose this price. Like it's lunacy. From from being an underdog against the Gapova, she was what plus one thirty, right? To really, yeah. like yeah, I know. I, I it's ludicrous. I don't understand it. Three. So my, my I may actually have to bet Maya now. There we go. You, that's I'm good. At, like no. Now that we're talking, like I'll wait. But like you, you. I, I'll tell you right now. I will not have a bet on Morose. There you go. I'll send you my bets, like before Saturday. Yeah, it will not involve having a bet on Morose. No matter <laughs> Fair what. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, and and by the way, Maya. Again, if if I knew Maya would go to takedowns, she's your slate breaker on DraftKings. Hundred percent. She's, she's seventy two hundred. 
You you know who would have been the best play this week, underdog wise? Cody fucking Brundage yeah, at sixty nine at sixty nine hundred on DraftKings would have been the best play like of all time. A because yeah. I'm biased, but B because the dude's a guy who goes for takedowns, yeah. throws a lot. Would have yeah. been ultimate. Crumb. Now you're looking. Yeah. Now you're looking at the low dogs in this card, and you have Chase Sherman at seventy one hundred, who I love, and but he's going to be high owned now. Yeah. Lewis is probably going to be really high owned. Yeah, but he doesn't score well unless he like like every round he doesn't knock Spivak out. Right, he's not scoring well. Yeah, but but Maya at at seventy two hundred is a super interesting for anybody watching that cares about DFS. It's a super interesting low. And she will be low owned. She'll yeah. be totally low owned in the spot. So maybe I have to buy her. Do it. But I should. I that, that came out way wrong. I can't no, buy man, do it. Yeah, How can, much? You can borrow. I mean, listen. I want just, to buy her. How you're much? Just, you're just buying her for the night. As long as Zuma Gulov at fourteen and seven, taking on Charles Johnson at eleven and three. We're getting Zlogis at a plus one thirty five. Charles Johnson with that weird little rat tail haircut. Inner motherfucking G. Inner G minus one fifty five. Um, I think the power advantage goes to Zlogus, but maybe the output and the pure chaotic energy goes to Charles Johnson. I don't know. I I tend to bet Zlogus every time he comes out because um, I just love dudes from the Caucasus Mountain regions and guys that wear dead animals. So I'm it's hard for me to go against Zlogus here, but. Dude, he has he finds ways to lose fights. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, was, was that? I mean, are you asking me a question? Or? No, I mean, I'm just saying he finds ways to lose fights. I want to bet. I I want to bet on Zlogas here, um, but he finds ways to lose fights, and I just feel like I'm going to get bit in the ass here by going for yet another underdog. But he's a Caucasus Mountain warrior, so I might just have to bet him out of principle alone, man. Because I just I got to go with my Caucasians, you know. I mean, like Roman Deliza. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's my See, dude. I, I pay attention, dude. That was my, that's my man's pots and pans right there. I can't there. believe. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What did you just say? I said that's my man's pots and pans. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Am I not allowed to say that? Did you... No, that's how. That's like my line for fucking. That's like a Philly thing, and that's my line for years. Oh, I didn't know. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm know. not saying you stole it. Oh, oh. I'm just, no, I'm like, brother. Like, oh. that's fucking great. <laughs> Dude, I say that all the time. My man, pots and pans. That's no, I, had, I had a guy. That's that my worked, thing. That's my that's my phrase, dude. Uh, oh, I didn't know. I had a guy that I worked with in uh, the one prison I was at. He used to say that about people all the time. And that's always, like, stuck in my head. Um, so I, I just, every once in a while, I just pull it out. I had no idea that was your thing. There's, like, some old blues guys in Philly. He's, my man, pots and pans. And I'm like, all right. I love And I loved it. And they're like, you know. Yeah. So, so here's my bet on this fight. I, I'm waiting for the props. It's, all, it's the only thing I bet I'm going to have. Okay. I'm going to bet energy split decision here. <laughs> okay. And, and and which means I'm also going to bet Saga split decision and yep. fight to end and split. Because when you make these bets, you always have to bet all three. Because right. as long as it goes split decision, you're making bank, dude. I'm going to guess that he's going to be like close to 10 to 1. I, I I don't I'm not impressed with energy. He's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and now it looks worse that Malcolm Gordon was just like won a round off Makayev. Like, like yes, yes. But 
Johnson's okay. His volume's decent. Salgas, he beat Jeff Bellina. I don't care. I He won that fight. I, I agree. I, I thought agree. he won that fight. The judges hate the dude. And he always loses by fucking decision. And it's not like he's a knockout guy. I mean, this, this fight goes decision. And I, this is an auto bet for me. If I think a fight goes decision like, you know, 19 out of 20 times, I'm betting the split. Right. And this is a perfect split fight. Like, yeah. because they hate Zalgas. They do. He gets a takedown. They're like, nope, didn't count. Did <laughs> like, yeah. he does a punch. They're like, nope, we didn't see it. Didn't I connect. swear to God, they just hate the fucking dude. Yeah. Yeah. It and wasn't a significant strike. <laughs> and meanwhile, and meanwhile, if you want to play like this narrative perspective, it's people saying like, well, this is the thanks they're giving Charles for taking on Makaya on short notice. But like, Ain't no easy he, fight, but like, bro. like, well, I don't think like people like love this guy, and I'm like, is he that good? Like, I watched his tape, and I'm like, he he's kind of like he. I don't think there's one thing he's bad at, right? He but just, like, that just means he's like a decisionator. He's yeah. like, he's not like coming out with like fists. Of, he's not like, yeah, like I'm gonna, like I don't. He's not the kind of dude that's gonna start a guy in a minute, right? He's not yep. going to win like a volume based knockout. Like he's kind of just okay. And like Zalgus, look, man, they gave him a contract extension after a one and three run. That's saying something. Yeah. It's saying they're like, it means Dana White's like, hey, man, sorry. Like these, y- you should probably be three and one. Right. And he finds like, ways to lose, which is the only thing I don't like. But I don't think he finds ways to lose. I thought he. I thought he beat Molina decisively. I I agree. That was a bad. That was a very bad. But Molina's like their golden boy, dude. So James Krause. Well, let's you know we, we could have a whole talk about him if you want, mm. but uh, but in all fairness, I think like the Moldovan, the Balky Mafia, the Canadian Mafia, he he gonna have a lot more problems than us. Really? Can we can we talk about what you think the outcome is going to be of that? It depends on how bad he is. It depends on how bad off he is. That's um, not what I'm asking. Oh, what do you think the UFC and the gaming commission and all these things like? What do you think the end result of the investigation is going to be? I th- they're not going to do it. If they'll either scapegoat him or there'll be nothing. Is that is that what you think? Yeah, there's no this this whole baby is too precious and. Dana, the Fertitas, everybody—they're all too embedded out there to have something happen where this this comes back in a negative light on them. It, That's they, why I'm surprised you don't think you don't think something's going to happen. I th- well, I think they're going to scapegoat somebody, but oh, I he's he, he's going to get blackballed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They'll get they'll, but that's I don't think it'll go any further than that. They will make they will make they're going to make a tremendous example of him, in my opinion. I hope so, and. And then we're going to find out a year from now that he is dead in some bullshit house break-in in Canada because from everything I know about this, and I, you know, I know people and I know the gambling industry for like a really long time. And I, and I know the gambling industry before we had online. I know when you had to have a guy. Right. I know you could owe not even that much money to people and get fucked badly like i'm talking <clears throat> i don't want to tell some stories on this thing but like i know people that were stuck you know thousand dollars and their lives got turned upside down by not paying it yeah for what yeah. i think he owes and what he caused these people 
there's no end of the earth he can go to get away from it. I think ultimately they're going to be like, if you have to step away from this, you can never be part of, you can never be on TV again. You can never be part of the sport. And you have to like get the fuck away from your gym. And if you do that, like nothing. And I think he's going to be like, cool, because I have to literally leave the country to right. get away from these fuckers. I think Kraus is going to be found dead within three years. I'm, and, I, and I'm not saying it like, if I'm being honest with him, I think he got in way over his head to the wrong people, to very powerful people. I think he just thinks he's too slick. I mean, no, anytime no, you talk no, to him, I, 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 I look you at, don't I, think? I, I think he, with this whole discord, it wasn't his idea. And these people that he's dealing with are like, power brokers who've been dealing with gambling for a long time that, that looked at him like this is easy you think and he's a patsy i i don't think he knew what he was getting into wow and, and i think that i think we're going to hear the james Krause story in two years is like you know as far as him like banging chicks in the gym like senko and megan anderson like hey man like congrats like <laughs> I think Megan Anderson's like fucking gorgeous. So like uh, both of them are like, I have a three. way. <laughs> oh, man. So, and, but like, but I think that I think that they're going to escape, they're, not scapegoat them, but be like, dude, you yeah. brought this like weird shit on yourself. And they're going to be like, you have to get out of here, but we won't, but they're not going to press any issue past that point. Maybe. Maybe. Now I'm going to ask you another question. Yeah. Jody Arias or Casey Anthony. Oh boy! Like to raise a family with? Why is there a qualifier on this question? Well, because I don't want to have kids with Casey Anthony. Well, you can't. Well, in all, in, all, in all fairness, I wouldn't worry about having kids with Casey Anthony. I'm just yeah, in, in all fairness, you ain't gotta worry about that. She'd be like, I'm saying I don't start. She'd be like, hey, 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 Lou, um, I'm having too much fun getting drunk every night. Like, can we just not have? Can I? I'm like, yep. Can I throw a wild card in? Sure. Amanda Knox. I, well, I know who that is. I mean, I shouldn't say that I know who that is, but uh, I do. And okay. Why? Really? Over them? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Am I thinking of the same person? I think I am. She has, she has many salacious videos out there. Why would you say her? It, Foxy Noxy? What are you talking about? Oh, no. I'm thinking yeah. of there's a porn star named. Oh, that. no. I, nah, that's yeah, not my speed okay. at all. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, she definitely, you know what? She would be, I mean, out of the three of them. <laughs> hey, look, again, this is your fault for having me on. You knew I was going to like whatever. I knew you were going to ask me something off the wall. I feel like if you had to bring one of the three home to your parents. Oh, man. No, man. No, Knox is the oh out of the three of them. Oh, out of the three, yeah. Oh, absolutely. She's yeah, she's yeah. the one that's like she's art more. She has like the more artsy, like classier, like correct. Yeah. Like I mean, in the car she'd be like, "We're going to kill them." Right. And I'd be like, "It's a turkey." Like it was Thanksgiving dinner. Like, can't we just can we have one goddamn night, darling? Can we just have one night without this? Yes. One but... goddamn like I'll make coffee. Can we have one goddamn night and like tomorrow I'll worry about this? Like it's all I want. Right. I whereas I feel like the other two would be like, "We're turning the car around." Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, yeah. All right. I'm with you. Like for me, there's, there's no wrong answer. That's a weird, I mean, I, I don't know. Where do we even get, how did you get from, how did you get from James Krause to that? Well, 
he had to choose between Megan Anderson and uh, oh, Zanko. I don't, think, I don't think he chose at all. I think he just went right down the line. Okay, I don't think any choice? Well, I'm not some dude with with fake tattoos and whatever. I'm just a guy, and I'm sitting here, and I'm yeah. saying uh, these are the chicks that I think yeah. are uh, you know very nice. Yeah. So yeah, and I, I'm sorry, and I had to hijack your show again. No, you're good. I I listen. I I just. I'll pay uh, you back. You'd be on my channel and ruin my show. Well, you didn't ruin anything. I, my, my, <laughs> if you, any, I, I mean, the stuff that we say on here. Um, no, I think I have to be careful what I say about the, the fighter coach relationship thing. Um, I think sometimes that can be exploitive uh, in nature. Aspen Lad is, has ruined her life. Yeah. Um, and as the, much as people bag on Lad, like it's how do you not feel hard you don't you don't you feel horrible for her to an extent to an like, extent like the abuse that she's taken during fights from her coaches is yeah. like yeah awful like awful yeah yeah and it, it comes from an unhealthy place too um which is which is weird. It, it's it's look look at what happens in tennis all the yeah. like and it's not just as i mean in america it's it's not great but like foreign countries like from six years old on like you have old, you have older people just yelling at you and like controlling your life. Like it's, it's like the nature of certain sports, like individual sports. It's weird. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, so we'll run top to bottom. Just money line leans. You don't have to have a play. Just something that you're thinking money line just as a lean. All picks, right, picks. Yeah, Silva Blada. Silva. I'm on Silva as well. Garcia and High Stand. High Stand. High Stand as well. Demopolis Oliveira. This is where we differ. I'm going over. I'll go Demo for right now. Natividad Tercios. Fuck. Natividad. I just oh. can't trust Tercios. Yeah, I'm on it. Miles, <laughs> Ma- Miles Johns, Vince Morales. Johns. I'm on Johns as well. Maya and Moroz. All right, let's let's go, buddy. Maya. Maya. There let's we go. go. Let's go. Zlogis and Charles Johnson. Fuck. Uh, I'll say Johnson. I- I already told you the split decision here. I, inner, energy. Okay. I, I don't, no zero confidence. Zero confidence. Like 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 least confident on the on the card. Yeah. Uh, I'm on Slogus with very minimal confidence. Uh, Jack Della Madalena and Danny Roberts. Stop. I know it's Jack all day, baby. Muslim and Andre. Falcoff. I'm on that as well. Sherman and Cortez Acosta. Chase motherfucking Sherman. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Kutalaba and Injekwe. I hate myself for that. Ah, uh, fuck. God. <sighs> Give me Kennedy. There we go. Derek I Lewis. It. I hate it. I hate it too, but I'm on it. Derek Lewis and Sergey Spivak. Give me Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis undefeated in the Let's Apex. Give me Derek. Give me Derek Lewis by like God. By the way, I have to. Whatever his round five KO is, like just to, just have to do something. All right. I'm, I'm curious if it's out, but like as, as you wrap this up, I'm going to actually look to see if what is round five KO is. If it's out. Well, what I was going to say is I'll look that up. Why don't you tell the people where they can find you? Well, you can find me at Lou Betcher on Twitter. You can find me on the MMA Engine YouTube channel. We do DFS breakdowns, four of us that on the channel Brady, Wheezy, Mo Petition, and me. Uh, I do a prop show every week. Like, I'm not a great, I'm, I'm weird. I love props. So I do that. But I am in the midst, as in all day, and when I get off this, no matter how much scotch I've had, 
of finishing all my storyboards for the World Cup. I will be breaking down the World Cup comprehensively to like my greatest work ever. I'm going to be really proud of this. I'm a big soccer fan as it is. I'm a Manchester United fan. You can hate me all the fuck you want. I don't care. Uh, but I am doing like a massive cool job with this to get everybody primed and please check that out. I'll release half of it tomorrow. I'm going to record it tomorrow morning okay. and then half will be Thursday. And because it's his birthday. Oh man. Happy birthday to the macho man. To the macho. Yeah. I'm in heaven right now with Miss Elizabeth. Maybe it's hell. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But her and I are having a cup of coffee in the big time. Eric Eric bought me these shades. They're those, are, those are good shades, man. What, are what are the odds in the Lewis KO round five? Plus thirty five hundred. I mean, you have to, right? I think so. I think it's. I think it's worth it. Worth a poke. Just worth a poke. A, worth a shekel. It's worth it. <laughs> worth a doubloon. Ah, nice. Yeah. A, 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 a dinar. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I'll, th- I'll sprinkle some yen on it. All right, Jake, get us out of here. See you guys. Be good to each other.